Survey says another win for the Book It Boys. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storyline. I'm your Christopher High Five Mike, and today I have your Jim Simone, D Money Allen. You already know what time it is. Prime time. I love the intro. It's the same every time, and I love it down to a T. Little Fudge. We's going chicken hunting. <laughs> and the bad guy, Kenny. Well, I'm heading downtown. A southern trail. And I'm, I'm going, going chicken, chicken hunting, chopping rednecks. The hillbilly chop up, put my barrel in his eye. Boom, chaka, boom, chaka. That shit is true. I never I like Billy Bob I or the chop chicken on ride. Tell Mr. Billy Bob I'm going to cut his neck up. Please stop. Chop, chop, damn cup. What can you do with a drunk hillbilly? Cut his fucking eyes out. No, blame Kenny because I know that song back and forth. I just know the first. First twerking on camp. At that point, that. I'm like, all right. That's what, that's what I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and turn this off. <laughs> right. It's your I, fault. You started I, this. I still do, I still know those fucking words. I can't Who's lie. Who's going chicken hunting? Who's going oh, chicken hunting? It's, it looks like about, it's, it's about point five time. Hey, that, 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 <laughs> those views don't reflect my stance. First match, we got Insane Clown Posse versus. I'm not going to lie. So I did read that Violet J has like heart failure. Oh. And they're doing that's one cool. more world tour. And I'll I'll be honest. Even though I'm not a juggalo anymore, and I don't listen to any of that. Nope. Once one more, one, one, if they're doing Damn. only that one more tour, I'm gonna have to go. I got it. I I gotta go one more time. That's you, right. were, you were a juggalo uh, in like eighth grade. So we Did got you guys a juggalo. So juggalo. Hey, the juggalo. <laughs> that's point five you to sh- everything you do. You should go to the concert <laughs> together. Did you guys oh, get yeah, jumped John. in? The, the <laughs> <laughs> you get we got put through a in. table at JCW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't All right. Squat. Start painting his face. <laughs> All right. We so and that's funny because I've been drinking Fago for the last like two weeks. <laughs> but that's because it's cheap you. and I can afford it. Um, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to get started with Book It. Uh, this week we are doing... The second round, the second pay-per-view of the second book at verse, all twos. Uh, we're going to do CBW's all second twos. pay-per-view. What what pay-per-view you guys doing? In your house. All right. So they're going to be doing In Your House. If you haven't listened, I, I stop the pay, the podcast right now. Don't continue. You'll, you'll get spoiled. Go back. At least begin beginning of this book at verse. I do recommend going all the way back to episode one. No, don't do that. Yeah, go. No, do that. At least don't do that. No, do that. Watch them all. No, don't watch. Listen to this one. Listen to this one. Watch them all. Listen to this one. Go back to the beginning of the book at first. I rewatch them again. Hold on. Hold on. I personally, I recommend listening to this one, going back and re-listening to all the episodes of this book of verse, go back to the original book of verse, listen to all of them plus this book of verse, and then go all the way back to episode one of Book It. I was and saying, don't go back. I was saying, don't go back. 
I was saying, don't go back to episode one of Book It. At least go back like no. halfway. No, go like, back to episode pick, one and all go, the way through. Do like episode start at the 50. Goat, yeah, no, start at the no, no, That's where I show up. Start at episode one, work your way up, listen all the way here, and then listen to them backwards. Too. John, psycho said, John, said, John said him. him yeah, he's wild. <laughs> he says when he shows up, everything before that's a filler. I was trying to see what was the draw, baby. So go back to, to episode 50, which is the fiend versus the hurricane. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> it actually is a great episode. That's the best. That's my best booking. <laughs> Dr. Britt Baker and, and Kane and Al. <laughs> Go back to the first book at verse when you know your boy won it all. Um, <laughs> hey, I was a close show, second, close second. All right, I'll start the show. All right, um, so this is our second show in your house. We is starting with a video package, as a good show always does. Um, so alongside promoting the mat, promoting the matches and views themselves, the opening video package shows. Um, an ongoing power struggle between CEO Donald Trump, eh, not my pick, uh, and Commissioner Johnny Knoxville. Knoxville wants to reward momentum and give the fans what they want. Trump only cares about who is a big draw and what kind of attitude they have. Knoxville says that's an arbitrary way to measure talent and will ruin careers and leave families in the dirt. Trump says he only cares about his pockets and which wrestlers fill it. Trump has become more hands-on and inter interested in booking situations to, to the detriment of certain talents. Almost always baby faces. Guys he likes get easy matches, while guys he doesn't get unfair stipulations. He hasn't even uh, he has even tried cutting the extreme division completely. Trump's actions have led to workers walking off of shifts, locker room chaos, and job insecurity across the board. Knoxville reminds Trump of how the company started and whose vision it really is. Trump just says, "Whose money is it?" Um. And then Knoxville says, "Your money won't keep our talent." So the video continues to show that CM Punk has been growing disinterested. He hasn't had a match since facing Austin at Heat Wave and is questioning if he's already done everything there is to do. He isn't motivated by the titles and the politics are making the locker room insufferable. He ended, the home? Might. he ended the fraud of Stone Cold Steve Austin but needs to find out what's next for him in CBW. He says he's going to make the most... He's going to make the most of the in-your-house environment as he's going to kick back and enjoy this show from the front row as a fan with a cooler of Pepsi by his side. He tells Knoxville to put together the best show. He tells Trump not to screw it up like he has every business venture in his lifetime. If the show sucks, he will not re-sign. He'll review this show like any internet dirt sheet and decide whether it's worth staying or whether he should go face his buddy Taz in NSW. <clears throat> Trump offers him a fat contract extension but because he's a big draw, but Punk isn't motivated by the money. He just wants to wrestle matches that challenge him physically and emotionally. Knoxville says that just like Punk, CBW is the best in the world. He understands it's not about money or belts, it's about the competition. There's no better competition than here. Punk tells him to shut the hell up and just get control of the company. So, hold on. So you're saying if this pay-per-view sucks, you're going to fire Punk. Is that what I'm hearing? If that will be, and then, what, and then and then it gives him a chance for. It sounds like NSW is going to pick him up. <laughs> so that is what he suggested. Hmm. I, I have a couple questions. Okay, <laughs> is this considered a segment? 
Yes. This is a segment. It is Absolutely a video. Absolutely a segment. It's an opening segment. Okay, I just want to make sure because we and we were we voted for all back and forth. We voted. Okay, for I just want to make sure. Okay. So we're rating this. This is what I want to make sure. Yes. Okay. I would like to sit on my thoughts and hear the rest of you out. Okay. I thought he was like, what, motherfucker? <laughs> like, he no, sounded no. like he was. Damone? I need a minute. Ugh. I will say All this. Right. I don't know. I don't have a number yet, but I've got I've got a critique. Okay. Go you just it. did this. Okay. You just did this with see, the CM Punk thing you're doing now with him sitting out is very, 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 very similar to what you did with Johnny Gargano of him sitting out. I see is what it? you're I see the um the arrow parallels, but it is a little bit different. Um, Look, I think I think okay. it's too too close for comfort. The fact that, no. that Donald Trump is on my TV is already listen. Out. He's he's mildly hey. evil in this scenario. Just I'm like cheering for Donald Trump there. in this situation. Uh, it's pre president. It's pre president. You heard it, you heard it here, folks. Travis likes Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Can he do that? Say, in, in this in this universe, um, he was at Trump the Capitol. Trump is pretty much <laughs> Vince McMahon beefing with Stone Cold. It's like yeah. it, he's like he's like playing that kind of role in this. Yeah, it's just what also, you can you can frame it however you want. No, I understand. Oh. No, I believe it's fuck Trump. Too. That's why I picked him. I was like, I wanted an evil, I wanted an evil yeah. guy leading the shit. You could have done another, like Elon Musk thing. or something. <laughs> I got another another bit of um complaint, I guess. This right. is also like for someone, John, you are very much so like everything has to be original. Yes. This feels very much that. so. Vincent Mann mixed with the Triple H era right before he got fired from being COO when everybody went on strike. This is this is exactly what that feels like. Oh, that's not what I was going to say. What were you going to say? I was going to say this feels very much like Summer of Punk when Punk threatened to like that leave too, yeah. with the it's, belt. Like, I know he's not threatening to leave with the belt, but it feels very similar. Uh, so how ti- much of a time gap is it between this your first pay-per-view three and this months. one? Three months. Okay, so it's not like it's been a month. So it's three months. So um, basically, I, y'all y'all are kind of correct. It takes influence from those storylines, but the difference is is that is the company's instability. While back then he knew he was just another spoke on the wheel in WWE because of the company's stability and uh, unitary power. In this instance, there is a power struggle going on, and that's kind of grading so, at. Fun. I'm not gonna hold this against you because. I wouldn't have been able to pull his parallels. I wouldn't have been able to pull his parallels mostly because I think that stuff happened when I didn't watch. Probably. Um, for the segment itself and the name dropping, and, the, and it sounds like <laughs> if I rate you low enough, you're going to drop him. Um, oh, hell. I thought that was, <laughs> you had a smile. So I was like, he's going to give us a four. Let's go. Ah, hell. No, I'm, I am going to give you a four. Oh, wow. I did. Uh- I'm gonna I'm give not. you. I'm gonna give you a three point five. I'll take that. Um, I I think there's some uh, things where it's not <laughs> original and it feels very copy and paste. Um, overall, I kind of like it, but I think there's some big misses in there. All right, just see where it goes. It's just, it's just laying the groundwork. No. Foundation. Also, I, I don't. Also, I don't know how I feel about the CM Punk rating the match, like. Well, he's not like rating, rating. He's just kind of like reviewing it. He's going to talk shit on it. And he's going to decide if it's worth staying in the company, if they can get their shit together kind of thing. Like, basically tell Knoxville, get control of your damn show, or I'm leaving, basically. 
I'll be I'll be honest. I want him to leave, but uh, <laughs> if he leaves, he's gonna come. He's gonna come. Uh, he's gonna be the best world versus the greatest. He's gonna, he's gonna be the best in the world versus the best wrestler alive. Taz. Taz for the cruiserweight Taz. championship. Taz, Taz would get. We just heard Taz. We just See, heard yeah. him say he's gonna go wrestle Taz. Shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> y'all y'all invested. Y'all invested. We have we have. I'm gonna give the you Pepsi in the world. I'm not as generous as them because I, I think the flaws outweigh the, the good in this. I think I see what you were trying to do. However, I do think it was too close to the Gargano thing to do another person sitting out on the show. And I do – I just because I want you to keep that same energy that you've been giving to all of us okay. with the originality, I'm going to give you a 2.75. Okay. Also, you guys want you want Donald Trump to be Vince McMahon, but we have Vince McMahon, so fuck you. <laughs> well, we have the best McMahon. Go ahead switches. Go ahead switches. Stephanie. I was going to say Shane. Nobody drafted Shane. No, All we right. have Shane. Kenny's Linda, no one drafted Linda. <laughs> what do you mean? All right. Kenny, Linda take Belcher? Take- You're Kenny. one of my favorite tag teams here, so I got to do that match. Uh, so right. this is um, the tag team titles. Um, so the Ruins cheat to beat the Usos on Turmoil following Heat Wave. They do open challenge to start Unforgiven. That is accepted by two count, which is uh, Shane. Which <laughs> is so dumb. Shane, Shane Helms and uh, Shannon Moore reunited. The rude ones win clean with Moore eating the pin. Helms attacked Moore after the match. Moore and Helms feud for a month. Moore wants um, revenge while Helms sees clearly uh, why he had a more successful career. They face off as sacrifice. Helms uh, wins decisively. Moore loses another two weeks in a row in turmoil. The third week, Riddle compliments Moore's mohawk backstage and says he could use a real bro right now. He knows he knows that Moore has been stacking up losses and looks miserable out there. Moore is annoyed by um, Riddle's go lucky attitude, um, but allows him to accompany Moore to a singles match against Rick Rude, where Moore breaks his losing streak with Riddle's motivation. Robert gets on the mic and says, "This was the upset of the century," and challenges them to a tag match next week so jobbers like Moore can go back to shining his boots. The tag match happens, and Riddle wins it for him. Um, Knoxville comes out. After the match, and says he's loving the new pairing of Riddle and Moore. He says their momentum has earned them a title match at In Your House. The following, the following made a mistake, annoying their way onto their radar. Oh, you, they you say, cut out for a second, Kenny. Can you start that sentence again? Um, yeah. The following week, the Rude ones cut a promo saying that Riddle and Moore made a mistake, annoying their way onto their radar. They say at In Your House, they're going to make a point to show to show this crowd why no one likes or believes in them. Riddle's music hits and the rude ones stare at the ramp, but baby oil is dumped on them from above and they slip around the ring. Riddle and Moore come out laughing. And they say they just wanted to make sure they had enough baby oil because they know how important it is to them. Um, Riddle says that the new tag team, the new team, Team Brohawk, which Moore cringes at, are going to show are going to shook the prude ones. So now let's get into the match. So we got the rude ones versus the uh, team versus Team Brohawk, which is Riddle and Moore. So the match starts off. Riddle is fired up and he hits the rude ones with a bunch of clotheslines. Then um, hits R- Robert Rude with an arm wrench Pele kick that he does. Riddle hits uh, Robert Rude with an enziguri. Riddle has Rick Rude in a monkey flip position. While Riddle is on his back, he flips him. He flips him up into an arm bar. It's one of the moves he has. Um, while Rick Rude is yelling in pain, Rick turns his body, then uses strength to lift him up and slams him. Um, Rick Rude German suplexes Riddle into the turnbuckle, then kips up and uh, counts each ab as the crowd boos. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rick Rude lifts uh, Robert Rude into a doomsday position. They go, uh, so he lifts his partner up in a doomsday position, and then they go to <laughs> suplex more um, while he's sitting on the turnbuckle. 
and what while he's like trying to grab him, he's punching his way out of it, and then he does a diving drop kick to Robert Rude, which knocks them both down. Um, Riddle lifts Riddle lifts Rick Rude up um, in a spine buster position as Moore does a morgasm off the top rope. When they go for the pin, Miss Elizabeth distracts the ref as she trips and falls over the um, over an exposed mat. Well, does, does, everybody, well, does everybody here know what the orgasm is? No, I have no idea no. what that is. It's, oh, a, it's, um, pretty much, it's, it's a, a diving, neck rolling neckbreaker. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. You said you said Miss Elizabeth. I don't think that's her name. No, she's Miss Elizabeth here. That's Miss Elizabeth. They treat her with respect. Nope, she comes up there no. with the baby oil. She rubs their chest before every match. That's what she does. <laughs> I was. I was. He takes the gloves off to, to, to rub the baby oil. Oh, no, it's, it's bare hand. You got to have the contacts. <laughs> Listen, I'm saying she comes out with the gloves. She takes them off and then does bare hand. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, was under the impression. Entrance. Yeah. I was under the impression we changed your name to Lizzie Rude. But no, no, no. no. Y'all changed it. That was the nickname that the, the, the pretty people sure, gave her. Pretty She's sure. Miss Elizabeth. The CBW universe calls it that. Yeah. <laughs> the C- so CBW doesn't listen to their fans. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Maybe Donald Trump is Vince McMahon after all. <laughs> um, where was that? Marks. So um, <laughs> after he gets the uh, morgasm on the top rope, um, when they go for the pin, Miss Elizabeth is attra- um, distracts the ref as she trips and fall over an exposed mat. Um, the ref looks over to see if she's okay as Riddle slaps the ref's back. He's like, hey, pay attention. But when he turns around to Robert Roode, um, clotheslining him. At one point, Moore hits a running tilt war. Running tilt the world head scissors on Robert Root. At one point, Rick Root is in a tree of woe position with the steel steps underneath him. And um, Riddle is going for a coast to coast, but sees Moore's fatigue climbing up the, um, the other side. They both give each other a nod. Then they both um, hit a springboard coast to coast that hits Rick Root from both sides. The crowd is screaming, holy shit, holy shit, while Miss Elizabeth uh, is screaming in horror. Rick, um, Rick Root lifts Moore up into a crucifix position. Or who's fixed a uh, powerbomb position and he throws him forward while Robert Rude um cutters him, cutters the back of his neck. Um, Moore does a springboard drop kick to Rick Rude and um Moore does a sleeper slam to Rick Rude and starts powering up when he uh when he runs to the ropes. His momentum is stopped by Miss Elizabeth as he trips him. He turns around uh, and yells at her, and when he turns around, it's a belly belly suplex. The match ends when Moore hits a wheelbarrow bulldog, he climbs the ropes to hit a morgasm on Rick Rude, but um. Robert climbs the ropes fatigued and grabs a leg. And while, while um, Shannon Moore is kicking him off, Rick Rude punches him in the gut and then does a avalanche uh, rude, awake, rude awakening. He gets the pin for the one, two, three. Rick is laying there as Robert grabs the belts and helps him up as the crowd boos them. And Miss Elizabeth is, walk, is help, helping him walk up the ramp while they're all tired. So going in, so they were the champions before, right? Yes. Who went into the match as champions? Um, the, the real ones did, yeah. They retained. Okay. Can I say one thing? Yeah. <laughs> you can say anything. John, you yes. you missed you missed a brilliant opportunity for a good name for two count. What what were you thinking? Should have called him false finish. False finish. <laughs> That's funny. I, I that was just a footnote, like because you know that kind of builds up Shannon Moore's like fall. I mean I guess he's already usually a jobber, but he was just really falling on some hard times. So that's what they want to present there. Okay. Damone? Um, why do I always have to go first? Because I, mean, <laughs> I need time to think and 
<coughs> I don't know I'm, about Mike. I need time to process because I'm still yeah. mad about Lizzie Rude. Um, You're definitely getting attacks from Lizzie Rude. Yeah, because <laughs> you knew it. Lizzie about Rude that. was over. You knew Lizzie. The Lizzie Rude was over with us. Hey, we're so, teasing. Um, it's a build. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you a three point seven five. I think the match would be okay. I'm. I know you're a big Shannon Moore fan, John, but I don't see it. Like, I don't <laughs> see it. He, he's a like, quality cruiserweight. He, he he's not like you know a goat shit or anything. But he's a quality cruiserweight who could do some flippy shit and you know move um, that, that pace along. Yeah, and you know I'm fifty fifty on flippy shit. Um, I also don't. I'm not a huge fan of the Riddle him teaming with Riddle at random just because what was it Riddle liked his mohawk. So they <laughs> that's friends. some shit Riddle would do, though. <laughs> you know that's within no, the character. I will say one thing: we did have we ended up taking it out last minute, but we had a thing. It was the it was the Mohawk, and they both had a love for Funyuns. They were gonna. cool about you know if you were to throw the Funyuns in there. I, I told you, John, it was going to be lit. We should have done the Funyuns. You really got points off for me. Funyuns in canon in your imagination. Just imagine the things they do together. <laughs> I just don't really care for the oil, baby oil bath. Oh, you got to have, have it. I get what you were going for, but. It would have been, yeah. It been. It's kind of like humiliating the heels, kind of like Spirit Squad gets the doo-doo dumped on them kind of thing. So, yeah, I preferred, that's kind of dumb. I kind of hate that. I would have preferred so, yeah, three point seven five. I would have preferred the heels <laughs> came out and did did the the bath on onto the faces, kind of really? like the the brood did yeah, with the I blood agree. bath. But, but like the only that's the only time I think that's good is when you have the dump is the blood bath. Every other time I think what about it's when Nickelodeon good. did the slime. <laughs> <laughs> and, Nickel- and Nickelodeon slime. We didn't want we Nickelodeon slime. slime on these motherfuckers. <laughs> um, I'll give you. I'm gonna give you a three. I don't think that these guys. I like the most. I don't. One. I don't see this Shannon Moore hype at all. I also don't really see the Matt Riddle hype very much. Um, I don't think that they're gonna have a good match together. I don't see the chemistry between these 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 guys. Um. And yeah, so it's the same thing, John. If you remember back to the first uh, book at verse when I had, <laughs> I, th- I think it was Motor City Machine Guns and um, the Brain Busters. Yeah, I think it's the same issue here. It, it's a mismatch. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. I just don't feel like there's necessarily the best. Uh, this, this is, is the best way to. Y'all really treating the rude ones like they're a real team. They're like, <laughs> 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 it's a mismatch. Like, but the rude ones could if if. They're if, over. They're if, over right you now. You can see them as a real team. And yes, they have gotten over with us. We've had them in two book adverses. I love it. I will I, I will, will say, say this, Kenny. If you do this if you do rude ones a third time, I'm get, taking the dollar off. That's every no, I'm not I, taking I, I, didn't, I didn't plan on it, but it was just like I'm, I'm, doing, I'm drafting rude ones next time. I was gonna say the rude ones have I to stay together now. Like whoever uh, gets them to are doing the rude ones. Like that that tag team is now. Never mind. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm purposely right. breaking them up. <laughs> Travis, do uh, consider the fact about the mismatch is that that's part of what's going to make the Rude Ones win as well is that they're a smarter team with more chemistry built up. Well, I, while Will and Moore are kind of random, they're still getting to know each other. Uh, they've had like two matches together, one match together, so they're not going to be as fluid in the ring together. So that's I mean, kind of I mean part of the story. chemistry mismatch, not yeah. Okay. I, 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 but you like can, I'm saying, I'm saying like they're them being chemist, like 
the two teams together ha- not having chemistry is the problem. I don't think they would have a good match because I don't think so, they work similar enough styles to to that point though. Have John, a great match. The yeah. fact that you just said that they were just put together, but they're already getting a tag tag team title match. They beat they beat the champions. That's bull. That's a whole. That's that, 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 that's WB booking. That it, it is like throw two in not a good way. Thing, well, throw two random singles guys together. Put them in for a tag a match. They had a story to create the team. And I'm gonna go. Match. I'm gonna go with everything Mohawk, they said. Fair. I I agree with everything they said. Um, and the so. stuff that I had pointed out, and the fact that it's no Lizzie Rude. Three point two five. That's what I'm. I'm giving it. I'm gonna go in the middle. I feel like I'm always the worst raider. Like <laughs> you are. <laughs> Do some soul searching. Like I'm just a dick. <laughs> You are. <laughs> we all rate Fair. differently, though. Like I said, I think I don't know if it was on air or not. I start at five and go down. I think you guys said you go up. Yeah. I just start where I just go with whatever I think. Yeah, I I'm. Like, I, 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 I do it like the does. Or anything. Yeah, pretty I'm, much. I mean, I just be doing. I just do whatever. Yeah, I just do whatever. All Especially right. since I'm usually the first one to go. All right. So the next match is going to be Charlotte Flair versus Carmella. All right, so here's the bill. Months ago, <laughs> the most I'm sorry, that was just funny. Months ago, what face did he make? He was like, he was disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a chance. Give us a chance. Okay. All right, so months ago, Charlotte humiliated Carmella in her hometown by beating her in what was almost a squash, completely derailing her momentum. Carmella took time off to rethink her career's traje- trajectory. About six weeks ago, she made a surprise return. She won her first match and did an interview with Mr. Kennedy in the ring afterwards. She said she spent a long time letting one night define her. She would contemplate retiring young. Um, one day she had to look in the mirror and realize she's still everything she's always said she is. Still money, still fabulous, still untouchable. And she told Charlotte still Flair. Still hot as hell? Yes. Because you can't teach that? Damn it. <laughs> Charlotte, she told Charlotte Flair she'll see her soon. The next week, Charlotte comes out um, and she said she's going to squash this Carmella problem with one short montage and get back to being the best champion in wrestling. Um, the screen shows a TikTok Charlotte Flair made with the latest whatever like funny audio is going on right now would be that the Kid Leroy audio, um, but fit it to the time um, and the, and shows spots of her whooping Carmella to it. And then after it plays for like 15 seconds, Charlotte says she rests her case and walks backstage. That night, Carmella wins her match and says Charlotte won't run it back because Carmella is refreshed and ready to go while Charlotte is burned out because she can't beat Bianca Belair fairly and she knows she can't figure out Awesome Kong ahead of their match. Leading up to Charlotte's match with Kong at Sacrifice, Knoxville books a tag match where Bianca and Carmella face Charlotte and Kong. Bianca takes out Kong with a dive to the outside, and Carmella beats Charlotte with natural selection, which is how Charlotte beat her months ago. At Sacrifice, Charlotte loses to Kong in a squash match. Charlotte is interviewed by Gilbert Godfrey backstage afterwards, but Carmella interrupts saying that now Charlotte understands what it's like to fail in your biggest moment. They're laughing about Gilbert Godfrey. (laughs) Charlotte, what was it like losing your match? (laughs) I wasn't. So uh, Carmella says Charlotte now understands what it's like to fail in your biggest moment. We are on equal footing now. On Turmoil that week, Knoxville is seen telling Trump he wants to book the Carmella versus Charlotte rematch, but Trump doesn't think Carmella is a draw, especially after how she lost last time. Knoxville has to tell her this news, and she's insanely disappointed. Next week, 
Carmela says she's going to make her case one way or the other. First, she shows charts with her social media engagement and merch sales, which have both done numbers since her return. She shows that Donald Trump is incorrect and that she is a draw on this company. Um, and she I, called. I, she plays the, the fact that you didn't write the promo of Donald Trump saying that she's not a draw. I'll be honest with you. You're not a draw. That's the problem. Not a good draw. If there's any it's the one for you. She does huge things. She does huge things. Is the Mella, Mella does nothing. Mella's not worth it. Sleepy Mella. The fans, they sleep one Mella. Mella comes out, sleepy fans. Just imagine, just um, imagine Carmela in all red, just doing her thing. Just imagine it's money. It's see, money. That's how you get over. Uh, <laughs> then, right. If you're gonna have these personalities, I expect some promos. I okay. Oh, you saw like, hey, Remember when I met did Teddy Long and y'all cooked me to no end? Y'all oh, that was an PTSD. awful impersonation. Y'all people <laughs> gave me PTSD from that. Right. Can we hear the Teddy Long impression again? You're gonna go one on one with the Undertaker. <laughs> hey, hey, Demona Mike, OG's here. Which one's worse, John's Teddy Long impression or Kevin's Dusty Rhodes impression? John's, John's, I don't, John, okay. no, Kevin's John's is terrible. It's closed, but I don't even know. Like, I I did, if you didn't tell me that was Teddy Long, I would have no idea that was. You're right. Teddy I would have thought that was He does Gilbert Godfrey. He sounds more like the the um the Which, fish on SpongeBob. They go chocolate, chocolate, what chocolate. When John does Teddy Long, I thought he was Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all say do two more voiceovers, y'all said. And then when I do it, be like, those are shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need if you're gonna do these go if you're in. gonna have these big personalities, you need back them up with these promos. That's all, all right, I'm saying. All right, all right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do it next time I read. No matter how bad again, I did a terrible Vince McMahon. You could do a terrible right. Donald Trump. I got Trump. you, I got you. So Donald Trump says she's just not a draw. Charlotte Flair. Rick Flair's daughter does big numbers. You turned uh, to Rocky. <laughs> uh, I thought that was Carmella. Carmella's a loser. Carmella already lost to her. This match already happened. She's a loser. Uh, there you go. So uh, when she's presenting her case uh, there, she's uh, showing her <laughs> social media engagement numbers. How did, how did she's showing her merch the, sales. And then she, plays, <laughs> she plays the clip of her return pop, which was a very big pop. And she calls Donald Trump out to refute those claims. Trump says... Uh, You've made a nice case for some weekly TV time, but not enough for a match on one of my pay-per-views. Now he's a godfather. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what theme song does Donald Trump come out to? Uh, to, to No Chance. Money, the baby. Money, money. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, fuck Mr. Man. Come he up comes up to Lil Boosie. <laughs> He uh, comes up with no gamble. No. <laughs> whoever he comes out, to, whoever he comes out to, every week it's different because he keeps getting cease and desist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm not. I'm just not sold. Uh, so Charlotte has a qualifying match for the upcoming Women's Fatal Four Way at In Your House for the uh, main event on Turmoil, and Carmella comes to the, the crowd on a mic saying, "If the numbers can't convince Trump, something else can." She signals the crowd. Um, by the announce table to hop the rails and surround the ring. She stands on the announce table and says that you can't fake this. You can't buy this. Um, this isn't passed down through a family, and this isn't chosen by billionaire donors. This is a real person reclaiming her value and righting her wrongs. Um, Charlotte gets rolled up by Michelle McCool after this distraction, and she gets up screaming, fine, you get your damn match. 
Next week, Trump suspends Carmella for her actions and denies the match despite Charlotte wanting the match to happen. Mid-show, a camera cuts to Carmella outside the venue saying that he can't have a show if there's no venue staff. The concession workers, merch workers, and ring crew have all joined her outside the venue. Donald Trump finally caves and says the match is on, but if Carmella loses, you lose your salary for the rest of your contract. Nice so is she fired paper. or she's got to work for free? She can become an indentured slave. So if, if she, if she loses, like, she works for free. So it sounds like you just took the story from It sounds <laughs> like, like... Shut up, like, We'll do shut this up, again. Up. Shut up. Go ahead. Go ahead. We got a match. I didn't take the story from nowhere. This is all original content. Space Jam. <laughs> we'll keep going. Shut up. We, we got this at the end. We got we got, we got, we got, we're going to cook the shit out of them. We're going to slow cook them. We're going to slow cook them. Let's keep going. <laughs> keep going. All right. So uh, Carmella comes out with an all red with the money sign logos on her pants in yellow. Carmella gets carried to the ring by four muscular guys while she's in the Spartan costume. Uh, you got to see what they're looking like. You got to see what they're looking like. Yeah, so Travis can simp on live. Um, <laughs> Charlotte immediately I starts. Never, I ain't gonna go there. <laughs> she, she starts the match with a stiff back chop that drops Carmella. Um, Charlotte puts her foot on the back of Carmella's neck, and the ref starts counting. And Charlotte releases us at four. Charlotte does a buckled German suplex. Charlotte goes for a corner spear, but Carmella moves out of the way. Carmella pulls her off and does a running calf kick. Carmella does a running wheelbarrow snapmare. Charlotte gets Carmella on the turnbuckle and back chops her several times as the crowd woos after each chop. <laughs> Blocked. Uh, <laughs> Travis, shut the hell up. All right. Uh, Carmella, I'm already heel again. You already turned me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already the Joker <laughs> Uh Carmella slams Charlotte's head in the corner while putting her foot up on the turnbuckle at the same time, does a uh, corner head scissor kick. Carmella goes for the code of silence, but Charlotte's too close to the ropes and gets the rope break. Charlotte kicks kicks her in the right knee. Charlotte does a reverse Alabama slam into the turnbuckle. Charlotte does a handstand, then a knee drop onto Carmella's neck. Carmella goes for a lariat, but Charlotte ducks it and kicks uh, in the back of the left knee. At this point, Carmella is favoring the knee as she's getting up. Charlotte spears Carmella, and as she's slowly getting up, Charlotte climbs to the top rope and hits a natural selection off the top rope. She goes for the pin. One, two. Carmella kicks out. Charlotte looks at the ref in disbelief. Uh, Carmella later gets up and does a diving crossbody. The ref uh, counts, but Charlotte kicks out at two. Charlotte hits a big scoop slam and then goes for a diving moonsault, but Carmella gets the knees up. Carmella tries to do a figure eight, but Charlotte looks at her like she's tripping and kicks her off. Uh, Charlotte goes for a spear again, but Carmella turns in, into a tornado head scissors and turns it into a coat of silence. Carmella is screaming as she applies the hold, and Charlotte is struggling for a long time and then ends up tapping in the middle of the ring. Carmella has won the match and redeemed herself and proven that she is a draw in CBW. All right, get the cooking out of the way. All right, y'all just use – this is the yes movement. No, I was just going to say that. The raw takeover. The raw Hold takeover. You know, it's, 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 takeover. It's, it's not the whole relax. ring. It's like uh, – It's like relax, uh thing with the, with the PowerPoint presentations and all that. Like this is like it. you want you want all the originality, but want to copy all the storylines you're using tonight. Look, the only storyline I felt like he used was Space Jam. <laughs> y'all are all saying the same. Y'all Mike, all Michael to Jordan was gonna can't was, agree on it. That shows like that I didn't. Y'all can't even agree I, on what we saw. And you know what? You know what? It's starting to also. Donald Trump is just like the the uh, moron mountain guy. Okay. 
Y'all want to fight for free? Mike, yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike is on his own. Don't yeah, Mike, agree. Right, like, that's right. what I'm getting. That, that no, being I'm said. Just I'm just kidding that um, Johnny Knoxville is a cuck. Um, <laughs> is, is a, all right, let me make something clear about that power dynamic. So, Damone, are you team Are you team Trump? Is that what you're saying? I'm team Trump. Trump? I'm team Trump. <laughs> he, are, he does have less power in the company because the commissioner has less than the CEO. That is like a fact. He does have less power. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it feels like Trump would just fire him. That's the Trump thing to do. This is just yeah, but that's not him. good wrestling TV. <laughs> it ben could be. If he, if he fires him, he did if, he fires him if he fires him and then Knoxville works his way back, to take over the company. Maybe Knoxville has to fight, has to become a roster member, right, or something <laughs> like that. Compete yeah. in the extreme division. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, I'll, go, I'll go first. So it's the match itself, I we've seen this match and it's okay. Like mm-hmm. it's not a great. Carmella is not great in the ring, and Charlotte is Very the goat, but she can only do so much. Also, like we said, this is just Occupy Raw. You literally just did Occupy oh, Raw. Let me explain that, how that looks a little bit different. Because you're thinking like she flooded the ring. It was like 20 people by the announce table. It's not like the Yes Movement. It looks way different. But it's still like, okay, so then <laughs> I don't understand. The number of people doesn't change the, the yes, dynamic. Yes, it does. Because do. Daniel Bryan filled the whole fucking arena. So what I'm saying okay, is that like. Why the fuck would Donald Trump or Johnny Knoxville give a fuck about 20 Schmucks, when you, I'm assuming you have thousands of people in your arena. Oh yeah, we do. Of course it oh, is. Tony was like, uh, you know yeah. what I mean. I'm saying is I'm not filling <laughs> the whole fucking ring up like Daniel Bryan did, and not every time the fans leave the seats is going to be Daniel Bryan. That's happened other times, so, and will happen other times. So, okay, hold on, hold on. How many times have the fans left the seats to come into the ring to say, "We like this person so much, and you're not giving them a chance, so we're going to stay here until you give them a chance." That's not what happened. That's what Daniel Bryan happened. This was a situation. Are, where... are people really getting behind Carmella? No, they're they're because they written wrote them to and they're plants. They're not even real fans. That's their fucking development. We never did this to you. You can't do that. That's why. Hey, that's the developmental roster. That's why they only got six people in the ring because that's what all the afforded contracts they could get. <laughs> um. Okay. So I don't right. understand. So how it's it's who won again? Who won Let again? Let me play Carmella. <laughs> Let me fucking explain what's going on for two seconds, and maybe we'll get to a conclusion. So what I'm saying is, is they're not just like stopping the match from happening. The match is still going on. She's just cutting a promo and showing people are behind her to Donald Trump. Charlotte is wrestling a match while this is happening. So not only is this to prove the point, it's to distract Charlotte and get more heat on that rivalry. Charlotte loses her qualifying match for the women's title match because of the distraction. Charlotte could have been wrestling for the title tonight that she lost in a rematch. But she okay. lost that qualifier, so she's. So what you're there. saying is you're squashing, you're squashing, uh, Charlotte. But but she didn't get squashed. Who, had, who had? Who's the one? Who, who had the match from the last book at verse? That the loser was it? You, John. The loser had to fight with. No, Blind. We didn't have anything like that. No, that was Keith. Like in the previous book at verse, was that yeah. was that Keith? Was yeah, Keith. That's what, that was for that, whatever that, reason. The, that the, was that was char- uh, <laughs> that was Carmella. Carmella fighting for free also reminds me of that for some odd reason. If she loses, yeah, yeah, Trump's saying that, that he's not paying said, her. That being said, this would have been a better stipulation, and I would have preferred Carmella to lose because I would have liked to see where that would have went. Um, that would have given some sort of 
character development, some some suspense. The fact that now she just is back to being normal, I don't give a shit. Uh, Charlotte should have won. I feel like Charlotte was killed in this. I'm giving you a 2.5. What did what did the moan rate it? I didn't rate it yet. I kept getting interrupted. Sorry. Don't really let me explain myself for two seconds. No, No. you did. But it still feels like Occupy Raw, especially when you said you had all the workers and the people in the back and everything say, oh, we're not going to work if you you don't give Carmella a match. It still feels like even though I know what you're going for, it still feels like you just did Occupy Raw. Even though you're not doing it with the same number of people, it's still that same concept that – if you don't give what the person we like a title shot, or not even a title shot, if you don't give them a match, we're we're gonna occupy the company. So I'm gonna give you a two point seven five. When you wait Dude, Travis. Alright, I gotta think about this. So I I agree with everything that's been said. I don't think that the storyline's that original. Uh, I think making her a slave was pretty original. That was Maybe in bad taste, but who am I to judge? Um, but I think when you when you threaten slavery, you gotta follow through. (laughs) 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 So I feel like Charlotte had to win here and like make it continue, like make it make sense. You know what I mean? Like there had to be this doesn't this felt like the beginning of a story, and now it feels like the end of a story. Right. It was all told in one. It's still the beginning of a story. Trust me. The time the time jump between the three and then getting another pay-per-view in there, it just feels weird. It feels a little cheap. It's so yeah. basically what happened was that um because Charlotte had other stuff going on and we'll explain what Charlotte was doing in one of the later matches when we get to the women's title match. But Charlotte did have other stuff going on at the previous pay-per-views. Um so yeah. there was two pay-per-views in between and Charlotte had I, other stuff going on. I would have liked to see the other pay-per-views instead. Um they sound funner. Go ahead, Travis. <laughs> And, it, and, and real quick question is I want to die. <laughs> is, beating, is beating Charlotte that much more, more important than winning the title? Because it feels like she's she chasing she, just she, to be Charlotte. She, she ain't touched. Well, Charlotte humiliated her, so yes. Because yeah, like, I get what I get. It's personal revenge. It's not necessarily yeah. about. It's I get. I get that point, and I'm not gonna. I'm gonna okay. give you two point two five. I, I just nothing for me to dance around anymore. Like this. I thought my two point five was low. Eh. Like, like I honestly, thought that was honestly, I was gonna give you a two, but they talked me up. So, because I, I felt like there was no originality to this outside of slavery, and then you fucked that part up. So. <laughs> you could have even had the time jump where we were already in that point where Carmela was working a slave? For free. Yeah. There's no such thing as slavery. Yeah, I would. I would have preferred (laughs) indentured servant. I would have. I would. I agree. You should have just had Carmelo lose, and then you could have did a whole arc with her, like having to work her way back to not being a slave. Yeah, something maybe. maybe, Yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's go to the next match because we're only on match three. They have eight matches, and it's forty-two minutes in. All right. Um, the next one, following Heat Wave, uh, Johnny Gargano continues to complain about his lack of a five star match. When Knoxville gives his gives le- uh, his legitimate match, gives him a le- okay. When Knoxville gives him a legitimate match to defend his title, Gargano refuses. Gargano goes to Trump to get approval on unfair matches. He bullies Gilbert Godfrey, Funaki, and Sanjay Dutt with his hands tied. 
Sanjay Dutt shits on on uh, Gargano for this on commentary. That's not Sanjay Dutt. That, that's Snoop Dogg on commentary. That's Sanjay Dutt. Oh, you was you wrote Sanjay Dutt on here. No, that says Snoop Dogg. I'm looking at it. Oh, now here it says Sanjay Dutt. What? So Sanjay Dutt has oh, his hands tied in the match. Today. So no, it says Sanjay Dutt. If he faces him with a match with his hands tied, Snoop Dogg shits on him on commentary. No. Okay. Kenny can't read. Kenny can't <laughs> it's, it's, read. It's, it's, it's right. <laughs> John can't read. John I got to write it read. I'm screenshot it though. Just just you see what I'm seeing. Uh, I'll screenshot mine as well. Okay. Next one. Um, let me see. Snoop Dogg shits on Gar- Gargano for this on commentary, and Gargano challenges. Get this shit off my screen. Okay. Fanaki helps. Uh, let me see. Gargano shits on Gargano. So Fanaki helps Snoop Dogg win. So Gargano yeah, was Snoop Dogg and Gargano have a match. Yeah. So Gargano what? was livid. <laughs> yeah. So Gargano's facing in commentators and people with hair inside behind their back. He's getting bullshit matches, basically. And then Snoop Dogg face challenges him for a match and Funaki, the other commentator, remember they're the commentary team. Funaki helps Snoop Dogg beat Gargano. So Gargano's living and books a match with Funaki at Unforgiven that he wins decisively. Knoxville opens turmoil, asking if Gargano is uh, finally willing to step up and be the wrestler he claims to be a sacrifice. Knoxville says he'll think about it as he watches the division. Three great, three great cruiserweight matches happened. Um, then that week, that week, yeah, we'll say <laughs> that week. Gargano comes out and says the competition just hasn't impressed him enough. Knoxville says he will face the winner of a number one contender match at Sacrifice or to be stripped of his title. Ricochet defeats Shane Helms to get that match. The bell rings at sacrifice, but Gargano walks out of the ring to lose by countout. Knoxville says he's going to strip the title, but Trump overrides it. On turmoil next week, Trump books Gargano a match with a local jobber, and Ricochet distracts him to make him lose. The following week, um, Knoxville books a mixed tag team match between Ricochet and Tony Storm and Gargano and uh, LeRae. Um, Ricochet and Storm win with Ricochet making Gargano tap with the Gargano escape. Next week, Ricochet cuts a promo saying he's made Gargano quit twice, and he's now going to do it a third time because an I quit match has been made official by Johnny Knoxville for In Your House. Gargano attacks him from behind with the belt. Ricochet has a match on the go on the go home show, and Gargano does this again, and but Ricochet whoops his ass around the ring and into the crowd. So now we're into the match. So it's going to be Gargano. Just say Gargano. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet in an I quit match for the Cruiserweight title. Mm. So um, here are the spots. Um, so Rick, so so let you know how they looking when they when they come out. So this this is just for Travis. So you see how they looking. Ricochet comes out in the uh, Superman inspired version of his clothing. Gargano comes out in all black, dragging the belt behind him in disrespect. Um, the match starts with a collar and elbow tie up. Gargano throws him forward. Ricochet rolls backwards and runs forward. Gargano tries to clothesline him, but Ricochet ducks underneath it. When he runs back, he goes for a drop kick. Gargano slaps it away with both hands, then grabs his head, tries to toss him out of the ring, but Ricochet uh, lands on his feet. The crowd's cheering because he did like the athleticism, the superhero landing shit. Gargano gives a look in disgust as he runs to the other rope, gains momentum, and hits Ricochet with a baseball slide to his back that knocks him down. Um, Ricochet super kicks Gargano. Gargano rolls out of the ring, holding his jaw. Uh, Ricochet goes to the apron, runs full speed, and moonsaults off the uh, turnbuckle post to Gargano on the outside. Ricochet goes to pick him up um, at one point, but gets kicked in the nuts by Gargano. Gargano's met with the crowd booing. Gargano gets him in the ring and kicks him in the head a bunch of times um, as he's on the ground. Gargano does his lawn dart into a, uh, so if you don't know what lawn dart is, he has him on the shoulder, 
runs and like throws him full speed into the uh to the turnbuckle. But when he does it this time, there's a there's a chair wedged in the corner. He asks him if he quits after Ricochet, Ricochet screams out never. Um Gargano stiff kicks him in the stomach after. Gargano does a rope rope hung swinging neck breaker. Um at one point we see Ricochet hitting a, a pump handle leg sweep. We see uh, Gargano taking uh, the turnbuckle off. He does a buckle uh, snap belt buckle snap belly to belly suplex. We have Gargano. Um, he goes for a discus lariat, but Ricochet does a kip up to dodge it. Then uh, does a spinning wheel kick to the back of his head, runs full speed, then gets on the apron, does a springboard clothesline. At one point, they're both on the apron. Gargano spears Ricochet, and they both land on the apron, both of them laying, holding their bodies in agony. Um, Ricochet uh, steps, sets up the steel steps, drags uh, Gargano's body up the steps. He picks him up and does a snap dragon suplex onto the steel steps. He asks him if he quits, and Gargano yells, fuck you. Um, Gargano wow. hits <laughs> Gargano um, hits Ricochet with a listo kick. Um, one point, Ricochet grabs a chair and does a corkscrew moonsault while holding it. And when he asks if he quits, Gargano shakes his head no. Um, Gargano does a belly to belly suplex. And at one point, um, Gargano unfolds a chair outside of the ring, hits Ricochet with a tornado DDT, kicking off the apron and landing on the chair. Um, then we have Gargano stacking up two tables outside the ring, goes to do a super superplex. Um, to Ricochet, but Ricochet knees him like while he's like up in the air, he knees him and it dazes Gargano not to stop the move. Ricochet descends off the turnbuckle, gets on the apron, climbs up and hits a Spanish fly off the turnbuckle and through the uh, through both tables. The crowd's chanting, um, this is awesome as they both wince in pain. Um, the match ends with Donald Trump coming out and hands Gargano handcuffs and pretty much gives him the nod like you know what to do. And Gargano handcuffs uh, Ricochet's arm to his own and then does a Gargano escape submission. So not only is he doing a choke submission, the handcuffs are choking him out as well. And um, Ricochet is screaming, I quit in pain. Um, Trump raises Gargano's arm in a cocky fashion as the Gar as Gargano's music plays on the way out. All right. Finn. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> minus 50 cents for that. I, <laughs> I had absolutely no problem, and I was a thousand percent ready to give you a five until the end. Oh, I absolutely hate that Trump spot. It could have, it didn't even have to be Trump, it could have been anybody. I hated it. He could have just brought fucking. He could have just brought those out with him. Didn't have to have Trump there. I feel like he's been, he's been. I, I feel like we haven't not seen him. That, that's uh, kind of a point. He owns the company, so I understand that. <laughs> but he's like abusing his let's power. Let's get some stories him. without him. That being said, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be charged too heavily for that. So I'm going four point uh, seven five. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take that. We okay. need those coins. Um, I'm going to give you a four. I'm going to give you a four. So I feel like you used the worst version of Gargano, which is the heel version. I would actually rather you use Faye's version of Gargano and giving him the Carmella storyline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and also, I don't necessarily... I feel like going right from, oh, he gets himself counted out to... I earn the Iron Man to I quit is a huge fucking jump because they haven't even really had a real one on one match. So that feels like a giant jump in escalation. Like you're going from like the feud being like just starting to cook all the way to boiled. So yeah, I'm going to give you a four. 
I think the match itself would be really good. It's just those two things irk me. <laughs> I'm not going to be the, the lowest one. I'm going to give you a 4.25. Um, I think the match is good, but not something I would I would really like jump for joy over. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of Johnny Gargano or Ricochet. I would have been so into this match. I'm with really you. Really I, I did. My, your quarter? That you got because I was at a four because I was like they're gonna have a good match but like I'm not gonna be that into it so like I to me it's not a perfect match but the quarter you got is to offset Mike's quarter that he took away because I love the fucking Trump spot I hated it I just feel like I just that was good wrestling feel like it's just he's just been intertwined in literally everything that that's, that's the problem which, that's going but, on yeah but everything is. That, that's the central problem. Man, I would have turned it off. Mike's on Team Knoxville. It was looking like a Team Knoxville. Team Trump! You got to pick a side. Like, hey, hey, Candy, they, they hate our short-term stories that we're poverty, but they like our long-term stories. Oh, they they lit. They're choosing <laughs> sides, though. They're choosing sides. And they don't Show four is going to be lit. We're going to have like two cents <laughs> to our name, but then we're going to make a clean $5 bill. They're going to come in They're going to come in week four. They're going to come in with Team Trump shirts and Team Knoxville shirts. What it's looking like. We're all, you guys right got to pick a side, man. Travis Bob's come in with a MAGA hat. <laughs> I might buy one. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, can I borrow your MAGA hat? Yeah, you go ahead. We're all, right now, we're all okay, okay so, so if you don't know, I have a costume <laughs> MAGA hat. <laughs> so don't think I'm out here just MAGA. All right, Kanye. <laughs> hey, hey now nah, Kenny's team, team Kenny's team Trump. He he drafted him. Trump train. I did. I, I needed an evil villain. <laughs> uh, well, this. Right now we're alms for the poor poverty. But come you week four, we're getting subway five dollar foot longs. <laughs> you should have hey, a fictional fake uh fictional bad guy, not hey, a I real bad it. guy. <laughs> I would have done like some like medium evil billionaire or something. <laughs> Like, like you're Jeff like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, I was gonna say like you have like next issue, next time you're gonna draft like Saddam Hussein or like Bin Laden, <laughs> wow, or we're gonna do something like that, wow. just something. Easy no. I wasn't going to I don't know. There is some worldwide consequences to all of their behavior. Who's the China? Who's the Chinese president? Like the Winnie, Winnie the, the Pooh guy? Yeah. <laughs> Mao Zedong. We drafted Kim Jong Un no. next show. No, the, the current one. Is it <laughs> well, I don't know the no, no I don't know the current one. That's who. That's who looks like Winnie the Pooh. Uh, wait, oh, wait, uh, no, you know who else? Uh, like North Korean. Uh, that's why I just said Kim Jong Un. Yeah, Kim Jong Un. Yeah, that's that. We're drafting next time. After your last Mussolini next time. After your last, uh, your last time you read and we gave you all of our opinions, we look like we broke you. Are you are you good? No, but I'm gonna keep going anyway. <laughs> 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 story story of our lives. Keep going. I will say I wrote all the stories. I know how I feel with my fucking with our with our sting booking. All right, because I really enjoyed the sting. Y'all booking. had that man cracking up for 45 minutes. Hey. <laughs> he was hey. <laughs> man, look look. What? Let me tell you guys. Let me tell you all something. This is how bad the sting booking was. Me and Kenny were making jokes about that shit today. I love that. I love that. It's it's memorable. It's you still remember. Demone, Demone, Demone. You want to know? Hey, y'all go remember occupied turmoil. (laughs) (laughs) You know what else else used to be was was actually memorable when Samoa Joe handed Tyler Breeze the title. (laughs) You had your sweet ass. It was. You know what? Memorable. When Dolph Ziggler and Ryan Nemeth had a fucking um, (laughs) dress dress up contest in in the fucking middle of the show. Goat shit. That was memorable. 
Hey, that beat hey. Jay Travis. That beat you. That beat you. Yeah. That beat you. Yeah, and Elsa now we'll take it. Move on. I I still <laughs> like to sing. I stand by my fashion show. Um, let, let them keep cooking. All right, so this is going to be a women's title match. It's going to be a fatal four way between Awesome Kong, the champion, Bianca Belair, Tony Storm, and Michelle McCool. So Who was your last bi- last match? Sorry. Uh, last match was Gargano versus Ricochet. No, no, I'm Jay sorry. Your Ricochet last women's match. match. Your last women's title. Uh, that match. was the Awesome Charlotte, Kong came out. Char- Charlotte versus Bianca Belair. Extreme Rules. And Charlotte won. Uh, yes, because uh, Awesome Kong destroyed them both and then put the feet on top, but Charlotte was on top of Bel Air in the pile. Gotcha. Um, so between the shows, I'll tell you what happened between the shows. We kind of mentioned okay. it in the Carmella storyline, but we'll go over it again. Um, so after Heat Wave, Charlotte says that under Extreme Rules, her victory over Bianca Bel Air was fair and final. She never wants to see Bianca in this ring again. She's moving on to the biggest match of her career. She says Awesome Kong is the only wrestler to ever present a real challenge to her. So she wants her one-on-one and unforgiven. Bianca comes out and makes it clear that once again, she controlled the match and Charlotte and had Charlotte unconscious. Charlotte beat her by accident. She said that she's had Charlotte beaten so many times she could do it with one arm while beating Awesome Kong with the other. Kong comes out and Bianca gets ready to fight while Charlotte hits her from behind and leaves her to get destroyed by Kong in the ring. Kong is accompanied by her new manager, Teddy Long, to make a message clear the next week. She's taking the title. Bianca can get worked if, she, worked if she likes, but Charlotte Flair better kiss that title goodbye and never expect to get visitation. Uh, well, I'll say, I'll say that in his voice. Charlotte better kiss that title goodbye and never get visitation. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Who is that supposed to be? Teddy Long. I, I, I already roasted me for that man's voice. I'll never get it right. Um, Keep going. All right. Um, so Trump and Knoxville debate on whether to put Bianca in the match or not. Trump says, if Bianca can beat the Iconics in five minutes, she can get in the match. So to accomplish this, Bianca military presses Peyton Royce out of the ring at Billy Kay, and they both get counted out. Uh, At Unforgiven, Kong won the triple threat for the title. Charlotte ate the pin, and Bianca got in the ring uh, to break the pin right as the ref counted three. Kong is dominant as ever, and uh, Charlotte is distracted by her issues with Carmella building. At Sacrifice... Charlotte uses her rematch clause but gets squashed one-on-one. Following Sacrifice, there are qualifying matches for a fatal four-way match at In Your House. Bianca beats Candice LeRae. Tony Storm beats Peyton Royce. Michelle McCool beats Charlotte after Carmella's distraction. At the go-home show, Teddy says to prove Kong's dominance, uh, Kong will beat her opponents in a three-on-one handicap match. Tony Storm distracts the ref while Michelle McCool hits Kong with a chair. And Bianca shows up her... Shows off her strength and hits a KOD on Kong, and Kong is pinned for the first time ever in CBW. Um, after the three get away, Kong freaks the fuck out and puts both Funaki and Snoop Dogg through the announce table. And then the rest of that turmoil episode, Kennedy and Gottfried have to finish the show on commentary, uh, which is goat shit. Uh, <laughs> so, um, the spots uh, Michelle McCool comes out in her classic blue outfit. Tony Storm comes out in all red. Kenny Simpson. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Row outfits like every match. Uh, yeah, Bianca's, what you got? Well, you got to see what they coming out in, man. This is this our summer slam right here with her HBK inspired entrance on a zip line with the all red and white outfits with the hearts all over it. So we, she got a big entrance. Uh, Kong comes out with her alt black belt draped over her shoulders. Pretty typical, awesome Kong. Uh, the match starts off with everyone teaming up to fight awesome Kong. Kong clotheslines Bianca Belair and Storm at the same time. 
They weaken her with the double drop kick from Tony Storm and Michelle McCool. Uh, Kong rolls out of the ring, and and uh, there's a double suicide dive from all three to weaken Kong. So they're just and taking they, turns suicide diving, like hitting her. Yeah, one at a time. All right. I thought they all did it at once. I was like, damn. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's a big headache right there. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, Tony Storm and Michelle McCool hit a double suplex on uh, – so, yeah. Uh, so Belair lifts her legs up while the other two hit a double suplex. Uh, oh, they no, push Kong out. Kong. Yeah, they they push Kong out of the ring, and while she's starting to get up, Belair uh, spears Kong through the barricade, and the crowd's like, "Holy shit! Holy shit!" Uh, Michelle <laughs> does a rolling neckbreaker on a Tony Storm. Uh, Storm headbutts McCool, and then does a Falcon Arrow. Uh, she goes for the pin, but McCool kicks out at two. Bianca does a suplex to both Storm and McCool at the same time, so she lifts both of them. Uh, McCool roundhouse kicks Bianca, then hits a tornado DDT off the top rope. Tony Storm does a fisherman suplex McCool. Uh, Tony does a lung blower to Bianca. Uh, Tony get, goes to German suplex Michelle McCool. Uh, when she's about to lift, Bianca elbows her in the back. The German suplexes both at the same time. She gets up and is met with the crowd cheering as she gets up. Bianca uses her strength to lift Kong up for a power slam. The crowd is going crazy from the display of strength, but Kong gets out of it and hits her with a shoulder block. Storm does a running hip attack at Michelle McCool. Kong big boots Storm and knocks her out. Kong does a choke bomb to Michelle McCool as she rolls out of the ring. Bianca goes for leg kicks to weaken Kong some more. When she goes for running in cross body, Kong catches her and throws her. And then Kong hits Bianca with the implant buster on top of Michelle McCool and pins her to get the win. And finish. <laughs> Who else is on your women's roster? Um, the uh, Iconics, uh, who Lay else? Cool, um, Charlotte. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> no. I hate women's wrestling. Confirmed. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm staying right now. I can't take this shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just got delivered a couple pizzas. I'm going to have to go uh, sort this out. Well, oh, this God damn it. What is wrong? <laughs> Um, I'm not kidding. The only ones that liked each other's shit, (laughs) (laughs) we all an illusion last time. Did we just like each other so much that I like your? I didn't hate your stuff last time. I was your biggest proponent last time. Um, I'm actually. I need a minute. I need a minute, Travi. You go. I'll give you a four. Thank you, base god. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have much to give either way. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> <laughs> One, more four. One more time. Because Mike cut this off. What, who else is on your roster? Right, I'll go through all, every woman on the roster. I'll go up and scroll, and I'll show you. Well, I'll go through every woman on the roster. I have a feeling you're about to roast us. but uh, So we got we Charlotte Flair. Um, we got Layla. Um, we got Bianca Belair. Michelle McCool. Uh, Io Shirai. Um, Candice LeRae, um, Awesome Kong, and that's it. And you Carmella. Had so much more talent, you did not have to have Michelle McCool in this. Hey, everybody gets treated fairly hey, here. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to disagree with you. I think Awesome Kong shouldn't be here. Really? I don't – her yeah. either. Uh, I'm going to be – so. I'm, I'm an Awesome Kong, Mark. This. I love Awesome gonna, Kong, actually. I like after Awesome hearing, Kong. After hearing I you have, have other people – like Candice LeRae, Io Shirai. Yeah. Awesome Kong is better than both. Take, yeah, I'm going to give you a 3.5. I'm oh, also, I'm also at a 3.5. Fuck you, Demo. 
wait, wait, wait. wait. We, we get we get point five taken off for that. Yes, that's crazy. Okay. I'm I, actually yeah. I'm gonna balance the scales and I'm gonna give you a four point two five. Um, I, like, I, yeah, I didn't mean it to do that. I actually like Awesome Kong, and I was actually not thinking of talent you didn't use. I was just trying to think of the future. Like now that you had Awesome Kong, pretty much destroy half of your not half, a good chunk of your women's no, roster. Half. About half of your women's roster, where you're gonna go with it, but you do have people like you have Io Shirai. Reluctantly, you have Carmella. Um, you have you have people who could challenge her, so that you could build up to challenge her. So I was gonna, I'm not gonna knock you for that. I think the match itself would actually be pretty good. So I'm gonna give you a four point two five. Thank you. Thank you. This just brings up the fact that Carmella had that match when you could have put Candice LeRae in there. In that spot but she's earlier. a heel right now. Her, her and Gargano are heels. So make make her to, to do something how else. How could she be? How could she be? She didn't do anything. Oh, 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 oh. Didn't do anything oh, oh. with Gargano, anyways. Gargano just won an I Quit match. Gargano won an I Quit match. But yeah, did well, you say so, Candice LeRae won an I Quit match? Uh, let's say this though. Let's say if we made Candice LeRae a babyface, then y'all would be complaining about the fact that how the fuck is she doing all this babyface shit while her husband's causing terror and handcuffing people? I don't put them up. together. I don't give a shit who's married. They're different characters. Their characters yeah, yeah, don't have to reflect their fucking real life. They don't have to be. This is your universe. Well, yeah. Well, I'm using them together because that's how they're presented on TV. Okay, and that's how we presented them. Then, then you could have put you could have put her in the Charlotte role. Um, I'm still. What did I say before? Did I say three, three, two, five? You never gave a number. You can give it a four. I did three point two five. That's that's being generous. I like Awesome Kong, so I'm gonna give I'm you. Awesome I, do too. I, give I you do too. I do too, but I don't think she should be. I don't think she should be your champion. I think she should be like a. Honestly, I think that you guys would benefit. Yeah, you guys probably have a stronger women's roster than me, and better, could benefit better, from having a women's ours. mid card. <laughs> and could have yeah, we, we a, got have a, have a women's mid card where where Awesome Kong could be stronger suited. I think. I, I got. We got another division that's gonna be more lit than a women's mid card, though. Kenny Shom, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like Kong is the monster heel that, that everyone's trying. Yeah, to yeah, that's what I'm topple. trying to present her because, like, that's you know what she is. Like, when whenever she's been presented, <sighs> especially in Impact in her prime, that's what she was, and that's what we're presenting. And here. I, I know how y'all are. This is the hardcore division, so this is gonna be hit or miss. I know y'all, so we are gonna see. So New Jack beat Grimes in a flaming table match to win the Extreme Title. After the match, the uh, lights went out and the calling of Ravens played. Raven appears in the ring um, and it hits a Raven effect on New Jack. Um, on Turmoil, Raven says that everyone, everyone must eventually. I don't have a Raven impression because I don't. I forget how he sounds. Um, on he has Turmoil, a really high pitched yeah, voice. Okay, everyone must eventually atone for their sins for faith the devil required for their punishment. <laughs> 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 Say that again so they can actually hear that shit. Because did y'all even hear what that promo said? No. I'm reading back for real. I'm reading back for real this time. So on Turmoil, Raven says that everyone must eventually atone for their sins for face the devil and fire for their punishment. He says that there's not a man in this world with more death marks than New Jack. He is lost for how for how a man so so foul is regarded in high esteem by peers. The people of this planet cheer for him to cause chaos and suffering. New Jack will be held accountable as fire meets his skin. New Jack comes out, but his music quickly stops. The lights go out and the Raven uh, disappears. Every time New Jack comes out while Raven's in the ring, this happens. 
Um, when New Jack calls Raven out, Raven talks to him uh, from the. I can't the even read it. Gigatron. Gigatron. Oh, that's what, okay. I was I was reading that right. The Gigatron. The Gigatron? I didn't the want. I, I wanted to make sure. I didn't want to. Read. It's for Gigatron. I wanted to make sure I wasn't reading that wrong. <laughs> Y'all wild for that. New Jack simply can't. He's slowly, he's slowly going down. Oh, that's what's God. going on. Yeah, I, I watched it. I watched it happen. So wait, wait. You got at least put, give me a point for the high pitch there. You got at least give me a point. No, I took points off for disrespecting <laughs> Raven. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, okay. I don't know how. I don't know how he sounds. Not high pitch voice. <laughs> Not that high pitch. No, I'm, I don't know how he sounds. I've only seen the match. I've never seen him do a promo. Keep going. Oh, oh man, we're gonna be begging for crackers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. New Jack. So, uh, what was that? Gigatron. Where's that at? Hey, what, 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 would, what would Gilbert Gottfried sound like begging for crackers? I'd um, like some crackers. Let me get some crackers. <laughs> oh, this is the biggest shit show we've ever crackers. had. He, he did that on Aladdin. And I booked fucking Rosie and, and fucking uh, Molly Holly to travel the universe trying to find an <laughs> element of surprise. All right, so uh, better than the Gig than the Nigatron. Right. Gigatron. <laughs> Trump I wrote it that. too. I wrote it too. <laughs> All right, I mean, so, uh, so, uh, so when Jack New calls Jack, Raven out, Raven yeah. talks to him from the Gigatron. So New Jack simply can't get his hands on Raven, but we- but welcomes other challenges for his belt. At the shows between, he defeats uh, Zack Ryder in a death match at Unforgiven and Sabu in a match where the entire mat is covered in chairs at Sacrifice. In those matches, he does Raven's signature pose after winning, gets on the mic and calls him various name, names, includes um, Bitch Maid, Pussy, Musty, Dusty, Cunt, and Cracker. The week after the Sabu match, New Jack calls out Raven at the end of the show and starts tearing apart the ring. He says, if management doesn't give him Raven, there ain't going uh, to be a damn show. Um, Raven gets on the Tron and says, this won't be necessary. He says he's finally arranged the punishment fitting of someone like him. At In Your House, New Jack burns in hell in an inferno match. New Jack smiles as the, as the crowd pops. At the go-home show, New Jack cuts a promo from a bonfire saying that he's so excited to be the one that puts another dumb motherfucker to sleep and that he looks forward to, to the next Gigatron video from the ICU. Nigatron. Yeah, what's it for the Nigatron? <laughs> so, so if you don't know, it is extreme. This is New Jack, is champion, going against Raven in an inferno match for the uh, extreme title. Um, New Jack slides in the ring with the trash can full of weapons. Um, I don't have any uh, apparent like appearance thing for this one. They just come out dressed. I, I do have an important question. What's you up? You know, you know. Okay, it's <laughs> playing right. Oh, of course, the whole match. David <laughs> 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 should come out and just squash that shit immediately. He's just like he comes uh, out and he just. Silences it. He walks into that's, that's what I would predict. You please turn that rap music off. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, light, the lights go out and the rap music turns off. Oh, fucking. Ah! <laughs> hey, look, we're going to get our. God damn it. Also, I just want to say that we were, uh, as of tomorrow, we are one year removed from our 100th episode on Book It. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Anyway, keep going. Okay, so New Jack slides in the ring with a trash can full of weapons. The match starts, and Raven immediately goes for a stiff punch on New Jack, but New Jack punches him in the gut and grabs a kendo stick out of the trash can and hits his back as he's bent over. New Jack pulls the mop out of the trash can. He's like, you know, he's goofy, so he's pretending to mop and shit, and then he cracks it over his back. 
Um, New Jack hits Raven with the chair on top of his head. He tries to roll him out of the ring, but Raven's fighting it. Um, Raven kicks New Jack in the gut and then does a brain buster. Raven does a lariat, then um, drags New Jack to the apron, lets his arm hang over the apron. Um, he's, he steps on his arm and keeps it there while New Jack is screaming in pain because his arm's like is on fire. Um, New Jack punches him in the in the nuts from the ground and tosses him in the corner. The flames go up, come up right as he hits the corner. Raven walks off in pain. Then um, New Jack hits Raven with a sidewalk slam. Raven, one point, Raven does a Russian leg sweep with the kendo stick um, uh, across uh, New Jack's neck. Raven grabs his head and slowly tries to push New Jack's head into the fire. So he's just grabbed, got the back of his head. He's just like tr slowly trying to push his head into the to the fire. But New Jack um, pokes his eye real quick to, to get out of that. New Jack grabs a fork from out of the trash can and stabs Raven's forehead a bunch of times with it. And so he starts bleeding a little bit. Um, Raven hits a superplex at one point. Raven has New Jack leaned over the ropes. The flames come up and burn Raven's, uh, Raven's face. Um, New Jack goes for a diving headbutt, but uh, Raven moves out of the way. Raven power slams New Jack, but when he tries to roll him, New Jack knees him in the face. And the match ends when New Jack pulls an iron pipe out of the trash can, but when he goes to hit Raven's head, Raven kicks him in the stomach. Then Raven hits the uh, the Raven effect um, and rolls him out of the ring as New Jack is on fire and EMTs and refs use extinguishers to put him out. So you have to put him completely on fire. Yeah. There are yeah. a couple of times where it sounded like they were on fire. So you have to like roll them through the fire and out of the ring. Yeah, yeah, okay. and out of the ring. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, he um, rolled him out of the ring like that. Like I said, New Jack was on fire and they spurred him off. I'll go first. I'm going to give you a five for this match. Okay. And okay. This is, what I want. This, is what I, this is what I wanted from your extreme division. I did division. not predict gonna, that at all. If you're going to give me an extreme division, I expect extreme. New Jack Probably is extreme. No uh, <laughs> New Jack is extreme. I like the stuff with Raven like being super creepy and um, can we go down for 20? Being, <laughs> <laughs> being fucking Raven, being real creepy and weird. Um, I Raven think it'd be boring and creepy, though. Yeah, but just um, imagine high pitched voice on emo. Being, so really being, no, don't think that. Don't think that. No. <laughs> no, sorry, grunge. Sorry, grunge. grunge. Sorry, grunge. Sorry. My fault. He's a deep voice, a real deep voice. Being grunge. <laughs> Raven being grunge. I think it'd be. If this was a, just a normal match, it would have gotten a way lower score. Yeah, but yeah. it being an infernal match and being hardcore, I understand it. You guys leaned into that. I like that. So it's a five. That's fucking good. Oh, it. it's our first five this whole series. We in poverty. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, where are you at with this? Uh, well, that's going to be your only five, I think. Oh, because I think this, five? I'm not, there's nothing good or bad about this. Like, this was just here. Then promos with it. I had a problem with with. Oh, go ahead, back. go ahead. I'm going to give you extra points because I I feel like Raven's character gave off some like anime vibes. <laughs> I kind of liked it. it was like Madara Uchiha showing up. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So, well, that's fine. That wasn't. Uh, I know what he means. I know what he means. <laughs> and so I'm going to give you some extra points on that. So it was a three because, like I said, there's not much going here. But I'll give you a three point five. For the for the anime anime inspiration, I this like is also it. pretty original. So good job, John. Thank you. And his rap music playing in the background. I wanted him to. <laughs> I wanted him to come out. And See, just, like, I, in, in my head, Raven, Raven's entrance happens after New Jack's, and then like when the lights go out, the rap music turns off. But we didn't discuss that. So imagine that as you will. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, my head is burning. Okay, I can't imagine it that way. I can't imagine it that way, John, because Damone asked the question and Kenny answered with "Yes." It plays the entire time, so that's fair. Oh, I, 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 I mean, I, I've never seen a New Jack match. We never discussed it, but yeah, I, I want something in different. my head. I him to just... Yeah, in my head, because Ravens, you know, doing all that creepy shit, he actually does manage to silence the New Jack music. And this is just in my head. We didn't officially write this, so this is RL or W to take in your mind. Uh, yeah. Cut but, the music! Um, Cut the music! For me, Raven just like cuts the lights <laughs> for his entrance. The rap music goes off, and this actually gets in New Jack's head a little bit. Um, this fucks with New Jack. Actually, probably makes him lose. Is the fact that he doesn't have his normal environment. This is is Raven part of part of um, NSW's Death Eaters? No, hell no. no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> just yeah, you uh, never know. Shit, shit can happen. Mike, do your I damage. I think I can have these have some, um, some goons over on so the sound like I sound like what's his name from uh, Dave Chappelle. Like <laughs> <laughs> so remind me again, who won? Raven. Uh, uh, Raven won. Raven. Raven. Raven beat New but, Jack. He rode him out the ring. He's on fire. New Jack is currently on fire, waiting for the refs to put. So him. Raven is your extreme champion. Extreme, extreme champion. champion. All right, you're getting a five from me. Let's fucking go. Now, if Lloyd Banks, um, we on fire, we up in here, we burn. If you're I was getting, playing the whole getting, time, what? You're would getting I, would 50 cents from me because Lloyd Banks sucks. I would hope there's some Lloyd Banks fans. In the, we might be able to afford IHOP now. I, I Lloyd like Banks has it. one fan and it's Sledge. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, go ahead and switch. Okay. Uh, actually, Kenny, you stay big and take the TV title match. I'm going to take the world title match. And I'm going to go get my flow chart for that story real quick. All right, but oh, I can't wait. <laughs> we got we got props. I didn't know we got props. This is an audio podcast. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. He surprised me. He surprised even his own partner. Okay, so this next one, um, following Heat Wave, RVD comes out and he gets hyped with the crowd. He gets on the mic and says that the six the six man TLC match was the most grueling and challenging match of his career. He couldn't help but get emotional because the TV title represents the best at his at this craft. That match left nothing up to doubt. He says, "There is." Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of an RVD impression. I was thinking, should I do it? Man, <laughs> yeah. yeah There's only cool. one thing that match don't solve. He says he doesn't get the quality time and ring with Jerry Lynn that he wanted. He calls Jerry out that and they booked the match. Is Jerry this, says, is "That Donald Trump again?" <laughs> <laughs> this is Donald Trump. This is how you do Donald Trump. That was my stoner voice. Didn't work. Um, Jerry says, Jerry, Jerry, you get quality die. time in ring with Jerry Lynn, man. That was even worse. Stop. <laughs> Y'all want voices and we're trying. Fuck you. He, he sounded like me with the hole in my neck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he called Jerry out and they, uh, they booked the match. Jerry says he came, came to CBW only to chase this match. Nothing else matters to him. He makes the match career versus title. And Unforgiven RVD retires Jerry Lynn. On turmoil after Unforgiven, RVD says he has no plans for sacrifice and hates to be left out of a party. He says he told Knoxville to hold an eight-person tournament to find me an opponent for sacrifice. Morrison cuts a promo saying that the loss in TLC got to him because one kick to the head kept him from, fill from uh, filling RVD's shoes. He says for this tournament, he has to get serious. No dirt sheets, no drip drip until that title is mine. Him and Elijah Burke are the early favorites, but it's Morrison and Sean O'Hare who made the finals after O'Hare and Mitchell recruited Corbin for following their first round match. Morrison wins an upset after getting beaten down badly. Morrison and RVD face off as sacrifice, and when Morrison gets control, he starts to showboat. He takes too much time to start to hit the starship pain and misses. RVD wins the match. 
on turmoil, Morrison says he uh, he sees where his mistake was made and just has to run it back one more time. RVD says he loves and respects Morrison, but it wouldn't be fair to the roster to give him another chance. Will Ospreay comes out and tells Morrison he choked and it's time to get back and get to the back of the line. The debate for the workhorse of this roster no longer includes you. He says Morrison can now stop cosplaying as a serious wrestler and get back to making rap videos with reality stars. Morrison slaps Osprey over the next um, over the next three weeks. They clash in singles matches. Morrison wins the first. Osprey wins the second. And the final two out of three falls match spectacle ends with both men laid out on a busted announce table from a moonsault off an announcer's chair. RVD comes out saying he's blown away and will go um, and will give Morrison one more match in the triple threat at in your house. You know, we got to do the appearance. Uh, Osprey comes out in all yellow. Morrison comes out in a great version of his outfit. And RVD has an all-white getup with uh, RVD and red lettering. With, yeah, it was he got the getup on. RVD has an all-white <laughs> with, <laughs> with RVD and red lettering and purple and green dragons all over his singlet. Okay, Who, so whose idea? I got a question. Whose idea was it to write out the outfit? It, it was me. <laughs> it was just for you. Think that was me. That was the whole fashion show. On my show but it was actually Kenny. That is a coin flip because we know how much of a drip guy John is. Yeah, I was saying then like because because you know y'all ask me like every week like oh is which USO version is this or which such as version? Now yeah. you know every time you got <laughs> you, you get to hear the get ups. Okay, so this one um, <laughs> the get ups and the get downs. It was yeah. <laughs> we got yeah, up in the extreme battle match. Get we on. got down the rest of the show. <laughs> so this match is RVD versus Will Ospreay versus John Morrison for the TV title. So, like I said, you know how you know what they're wearing. So, um, immediately, Osprey and Morrison immediately work together to beat up RVD since he's champion. They they um, each take turns hitting him with the different maneuvers to weaken him. They hit him with a double suplex and um, a double super kick at one point too. Once they soften him up, RVD goes for a head scissors on Osprey, but Osprey cartwheels to reverse it, then runs and does a springboard off the middle turnbuckle for a tornado DDT. Osprey hits a slingshot, uh, sunset flip powerbomb to Morrison, but Morrison kicks out at two. RVD hits Osprey with a falcon arrow. At one point, RVD goes for a sweep, but Morrison does a no-handed cartwheel to evade it, then follows up with a capoeira kick. Morrison does a flying chuck to Osprey while he's getting up. RVD does a uh, the diving kick move he does. I don't, I don't know the name of that shit. It's just that little that jumping kick shit he does. The jumping wheel kick. You said what? It's a jumping wheel kick. Oh, it's called a jumping wheel. The one he just yeah. literally just he's just just puts kicks. No, he's not thinking of wheel kick. He's thinking like the oh. long leg kick. Like a jumping about... side kick. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, kick. that's that's what he's doing. Yeah, the Mulan kick. Yep, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the Liu Kang. Osprey <laughs> does a uh, one point. Osprey does a springboard for forearm smash on RVD, and uh, we get RVD. He's on the top rope, but Morrison runs and does the roundhouse kick um, to his head, which has him flying off the top rope. Uh, Morrison does an STO backbreaker and to Osprey, and then does the Russian leg sweep. Um, Osprey does a sit out saving grace, but RVD kicks out at two. Um, and while Osprey is draped over the barricade, RVD is on the apron. There's the RVD taunt. Then there's the spinning leg drop onto him, and which uh, kicks him off. Morrison does that. Goes for a starship pain, but Osprey runs and springboard off the rope and does a cartwheel uh, sit out powerbomb. I don't know if you've ever seen him do that before, but it, it's pretty clean when he does it. Um, RVD goes for an Oklahoma slam on Morrison, but Morrison reverses it into a tornado DDT. Um, Morrison does a calf kick on RVD, and the match ends with Morrison doing the uh, does the moonlight drive to Osprey. And while going for the pin, we see RVD climbing the top rope, and he's the five star frog splash on Morrison's back. Morrison rolls over in pain as RVD covers Osprey. He gets the pin one, two, three. Oh 
Um, who won? R- RVD, RVD won uh, when when after uh, Morrison hit the moonlight drive. RVD uh, climbed the top rope, hit the five star frog splash on his back, which which had him um, hurting in pain. Then he like quickly covered him to get the win. So uh, uh, to just clarify, who pinned who? So RVD, not RVD. Morrison hits Osprey with moonlight drive. He's going for a pin. RVD hits frog splash on Morrison's back, and then Ro- the Morrison rolls pin. over, and then RVD pins Osprey. Okay, um, I'm gonna give you a four point seven five. It's a little bit more flippy shit than I enjoy, but overall, I think it'd be a, it'd be a pretty good match. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. We're coming out of poverty, boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to have like I mean, a three point five show. We ain't, we ain't get that quarter, but it's fine. It's fine. I ain't mad. Uh, he gave us he gave us a lot of quarters. We got to take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, what do you get? What do you got? Not much. <laughs> um, I feel like that you're. I don't want RVD to be the champion. <laughs> well, eventually, like champions is... lose their title. You got to wait for the buildup. I feel like this is two times in a row that I've I've wanted RVD to lose, and he didn't lose. Instant gratification, you dead, Travis. You Why you come from a long line of haters, Travis? <laughs> hey, yo, Travis. You, you, you know, instant gratification ain't always what we get. You gotta wait for it. It's sweet. That's fair, but I'm just telling you, I'm I'm bad. That fucking RVD won. I know, but you'll twice. get what you want. You just relax. <laughs> he said twice. Just relax. Why are you hating on RVD? I don't want him to be the champion. Hating. I'd rather RVD versus Taz because I I feel like that's a style I don't, clash. We don't have Taz. Have Taz. Oh, you're right. You don't have Taz. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, Taz is in what NSW. Is, I mean, don't believe in CM Punk's promo. and AJ Styles. We will find out the next fucking match. Yeah, they're, 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 they're in the finals. They're in the, in the final match. Honestly, I'd, ra- I'd rather you take the RVD out of the mid card shit and move up to the the main. <laughs> Travis, I'm not going to argue any further, but I'm going to ask this question. If he loses his mid-card title, what right does he have to be in the main event? Because that's how promotions in wrestling work. Dumbass. Tell Travis to stop hating on us. All right. Four. I (laughs) I feel like that build was so fluffed and drawn out. And then the fact that he's just like, yeah, you're good enough just to have a match with me. For my title, no, that's bullshit. What would you have uh, done differently if I could ask? I wouldn't have. I would. I and here's my biggest, my biggest issue. I think I've had with your whole pay per view is how drawn out everything seems to be. When you could have probably told, hold the fuck on. When you could have told the same <laughs> stories in a shorter time period. You could we can't have, wait, Kenny. We can't wait. No, no, no. There's a difference between long term booking. And, and, and doing something that way, then telling me that this was long-term booking, giving me basically the end of the story, and telling me the entire build, and I don't get to enjoy any of that build. I don't get to see any of that. But not only that, is it was so... If it's three months apart, this one, one thing has just been so drawn out, and then we get right to the end. So, uh, if I can clarify a little bit, Mike, there was... Another so basically after the six way match, right? Uh-huh. RVD does a few with Jerry Lynn. John Morris is not involved. Will Osprey is not involved. He does a few with Jerry Lynn. They do a program yeah, I, for his title. Yeah. RVD wins. So for one month, 
Uh, Morrison's like, listen, this loss is getting to me. I choked in the ladder match. Um, and well, so wait, RVD actually announces the tournament, right? And Morrison wins the tournament because RVD doesn't have an opponent. Morrison wins the tournament for that next show. Morrison chokes again. So then, um, Os Morrison's like, all right, I choked twice. I really need this match. I really need this match to run it back one more time. I see where I fucked up. And then, uh, Will Ospreay's like, dude, why do you get another match? Like you've choked, right? So they get into a little bit of a feud. And then RVD's like, after seeing the third match, really be really equal. He's like, holy shit, that was pretty awesome. You know what, Morrison? I'll give you a triple threat. That's what I can do for you. And because they're both what baby if, faces. What did Osprey do to get that that shot? He won the tournament. No, Osprey didn't. No, Morrison, Mor Morrison won the tournament. Oh. But basically, Morrison lost his. Osprey match, was so. just the guy there to say, "No, you don't." <laughs> well, at that point, anybody could have challenged RVD for the title, though, because the guy who had became the number one contender lost. So who was the number one contender next was open season. I mean, so, they had to do a whole tournament to find the last one. Should I have done another tournament? Because that uh, would have gotten no, boring pretty fast. But but it, to me, it's a three-month thing. And and that, that's that been my issue this whole I'm thing. not going to knock them for that. I, I'm doing trying a not to. Four. Yeah, we're but doing it, big four it, format. We did that last I, time. Everybody did it. I do that every time. I don't do that. I, don't do I, that. Yeah, I hate it every time. I, I've never been. I've been well, really I hate it every time. Nobody else has ever been docked for that in the past. Yeah, to be fair, no one's, no one's ever docked for any for doing the big four. I'm just form. telling you how I'm feeling. I'm not necessarily saying I'm docking you for it. I'm just telling you how I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah. I wish we could help that and show you the whole build in more detail over three months. Um, you don't, you it, don't, we'd be here for a three-hour podcast. Um, so don't do three months. Um, we want to book a year. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't hate the match. I think it would be a pretty fun match. I'm at a four. I'll take that. I didn't really, I just, I didn't feel connected to that build. I felt that build was just messy. I can, see, I can see where you're coming from. I just, I just wasn't feeling it. Is Osprey a face or a heel? Osprey's a heel. Morrison and RVD are faces. Osprey's a heel? Osprey's a heel in this feud. Morrison and RVD are faces. Because basically Morrison... I, I thought Morrison like, was the... I honestly thought no. Morrison was the heel, so that just... No. It was terrible. No. I'm going to so let, me, let, let me keep explain the how four, it, but I, I did not get that from this. You mind if, if I could explain? Because Moore never talked shit. He was like, I choked in the match. I want to make right my wrongs. I want to redeem myself. Well, I actually Osprey hate was like, that more than I thought I did now. just You're going to just dig yourself into it. Just go to the next match because I'm about, uh, to, take, I'm about to take half dollar, uh, 50 cents off. I'm just explaining how his baby face. All right. All right. I understand. <laughs> Don't do that. Just because you're giving me a new perception of that entire first part of that build, and I hate it. Jesus Christ. I hate being alive sometimes. <laughs> I really do hate waking up some days. I, I, I'm letting you keep the four. Let's just hope this main event. All right. What did so I give that last match? You, you gave, gave it a four. Okay. So here's our main event match. It's going to be a, a championship scramble for the CBW World Championship. It's gonna be the uh, <laughs> Fuck me. God like damn it. I hate these fucking matches. I knew. Hey, look, funny thing was, I knew Mike was going to hate that. What was it? The championship scramble match for the scramble. world title. I no, All right. So the champion is AJ Styles, and he'll be defending against 
Shawn Michaels, the Brian Kendrick, Chris Jericho, and Kurt Angle. So, here's the build. After Heat Wave, Shawn Michaels swore the loss was a fluke to AJ Styles and declared his rematch clause for the next pay-per-view. Rather than harassing AJ this time, Shawn broods in the locker room and has asked to compete in tough matches every week on Turmoil. Gottfried stops him backstage and, Why are you choosing to compete in these hard matches instead of just waiting and resting? Um, you sound so like Chicago. You sound like somebody, uh, New Jersey, uh, auntie. <laughs> he sounds like the Sujikage. <laughs> so, you sound uh, like he smoke a pack of weed. Uh, so does Gilbert Godfrey, though. A day. Sean says he w- went into the last match knowing he was the better man. He underestimated AJ and is determined to beat him decisively at Unforgiven. AJ says there's no such thing Are as luck. He says there's no such thing as luck. He won because he's better than Sean. Sean can move mountains to prepare for this match for all he cares, and he will still lose because AJ Styles is that damn good. At Unforgiven, AJ Styles wins the rematch. AJ is getting out of the ring, and Sean grabs him, and it seems like he's going to attack him. But instead, he kind of gives him that reluctant, angry raise of the hand. Uh, so these, this build's going to be in parts because it's got a lot of different people and places moving around, so keep that in mind. That's why I got the flow chart handy-dandy right here. I'll show it to you later. Uh, so, Brian Kendrick and Keith Lee have ascended to the card. Kendrick is bragging that he neutered the beast. Him and Lee are winning matches and becoming a nuisance in the locker room. Kendrick is a menace to society. He talks shit to literally everyone. He is on some Pat Bev shit. Uh, every time someone tries to fight him backstage, Lee gets in the way. Whenever a star loses a big match, Kendrick talks shit to him. So... Uh, on turmoil, Chris Jericho faces Kurt Angle um, to determine a number one contender as sacrifice. This is after the rematch between AJ and Sean. Kurt Angle wins this match by submission. The next week, Kendrick shows up in the locker room wearing a t-shirt with a picture zoomed in on Chris Jericho's face as he was tapping out the previous week. Uh, he tells him that maybe he should do a talk show full-time, book another Fozzie tour, or join, join Gilbert Gottfried backstage because this wrestling thing just isn't working out anymore. So Jericho socks Kendrick in the face, but Keith Lee grabs him and throws him through the drywall of the locker room. Next week, Kendrick cuts a promo on Jericho in the ring, wearing a t-shirt of Jericho laid out by the drywall. Um, He says Keith should change his last name to E because Jericho took the L. Uh, What? Hold on. Run that joke back. He says Keith Lee should change his last name to E because Jericho took the L. <laughs> All right. Oh, During wow. Le- wait, wait, wait. You have six. <laughs> six. All right, man. I need to write more flow chart stories. Damn. <laughs> During Keith Lee's match that night, Kendrick is watching at ringside and gets a tap on the shoulder. Jericho whoops his ass outside the ring, and Lee gets rolled up by, at the time, depressed Baron Corbin, who gets his first win in months. Jericho gets away after the match, and then Keith Lee beats the shit out of Baron Corbin. Uh, so this match leads to a, a match between Chris Jericho and Brian Kendrick at Sacrifice. Before that match, Jericho tries to reason with Lee in the locker room while Kendrick isn't there and get an explanation for why he's acting this way. Lee just says that he's not at liberty to disclose this and tells him to go away before Brian gets back. So Lee helps Kendrick win the match, and Jericho is looking at Lee shocked. Lee locks, Lee locks away with a sour look on his face while Kendrick is all smiles. That same night at Sacrifice... 
AJ versus Angle happened in the main event. The match was back and forth and going Angle's way at the end. AJ turned a last win Angle slam into a crucifix pin. On turmoil, Kendrick harassed Kurt Angle for losing in such a ridiculous fashion. He says he should give his gold medal to AJ for that embarrassing display. Angle starts choking Kendrick because Lee isn't there, but Kendrick runs away. He then goes to the ring to cut a promo, and he says that he should be declared the number one contender as he hasn't lost a match since before Heat Wave, and AJ has been wasting his time with losers like Shawn Michaels, and then he shows the picture of Shawn Michaels raising AJ's hand on the screen. Kurt Angle and Kurt Angle, and then he shows the crucifix pin on the screen. And then he says, at least Angle beat Jericho, but who hasn't lately? Uh, he calls on Knoxville to book him versus AJ at In Your House. Knoxville comes out and says he'd love to book that match, but he doesn't want his locker room being such an awful environment, especially after a venue sued the company over the drywall. He says that, he, that he's going to handle it in two ways. First, you and Keith Lee will have your own dressing room. Don't worry, I've got your bags handled. And then the screen shows a hand throwing their bags out of the locker room. The door swings open to show Shawn Michaels on the screen for the first time since Unforgiven. Knoxville says the second way he's going to handle this is with a spicy main event at In Your House. He says Kendrick will get his match with AJ Styles, but he will share it with Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, and Shawn Michaels in a championship scramble. So, uh, so uh, Kendrick faces Shawn one-on-one the next week, and then Michaels beats Kendrick, giving him his first loss, his team uh, teaming up with Keith Lee, but then he attacks um, Michaels after the match. Knoxville then says Lee will be barred from ringside at In Your House. The go-home show is a six-man tag team match with Lee, Kendrick, and Michaels facing AJ, Jericho, and Angle. Uh, Sean immediately kicks, super kicks Lee off the apron, slaps Kendrick to tag him in, and then lets Kendrick get his ass beat three-on-one, uh, and he gets pinned by Jericho. All right, so this is the actual match. So uh, AJ Styles comes out first with the championship belt. And then Shawn Michaels is the second entrant, wearing a signature black and blue apparel. Uh, when the match starts, Michaels immediately hits AJ's with a sweet, sweet chin music and gets a pin, and HBK is the current champion. Uh, HBK and AJ have an even exchange after this, but AJ can't quite get a pin on him. Chris Jericho comes out next. Jericho hits his springboard drop kick to AJ on the apron. Jericho hits AJ with a spinning wheel kick and then hits HBK with an enziguri. Jericho goes for a pin, but HBK kicks out at two. A few minutes later, Kurt Angle comes out but is, and is immediately fired up, taking out everybody in the ring with clotheslines, belly-to-bellies, and, and German suplex. Going primal. Angle hits Sean with an angle slam and goes for the pin, but Sean kicks out. Sean goes for sweet chin music but gets caught by Kurt Angle and he turns it into an ankle lock where Shawn Michaels taps. Kurt Angle is the current champion. AJ hits Kurt with a Styles Clash, and then AJ pins him and becomes the champion. Jericho goes for his one-handed bulldog and then hits a lion salt. Jericho goes for a pin. AJ kicks out at two. Kendrick is the next entrant. As soon as he comes in, Angle throws him out of the ring. Kendrick gets up pissed off. And then AJ hits a Fosbury flop on him outside of the ring. Uh, when AJ and Kendrick get up, HBK does a moonsault uh, to the outside of the ring from the top rope. Jericho sees this opportunity to schoolboy Angle as he's getting up. And he gets the pin and becomes the champion. AJ goes for a springboard phenomenal forearm on Jericho, but Jericho ducks. AJ lands on his feet, runs and bounces up the rope, but he gets hit with a code breaker. Um, so Kendrick later hits Michaels with sliced bread number two to become the new champion. AJ goes for a suicide dive on Michaels, but is met with sweet chin music. 
Kendrick throws Sean to the turnbuckle into the post, and then Jericho starts beating on Kendrick in the corner. He throws him to the apron and does a signature springboard drop kick. AJ hits a Pele on Angle and makes his way toward the barricade, uh, the barricade, not the barricade, the uh, apron for the phenomenal forearm. Uh, just then, CM Punk, who's been enjoying the show from the crowd, drinking his Pepsis, hops the barricade, but doesn't do anything. He, uh, AJ starts looking over at him like they're about to have words, but Punk just said he's going to grab another Pepsi. Uh, Kurt Angle then, with uh, AJ distracted, hits an angle slam on AJ and locks in the ankle lock. Jericho punches Kurt Angle, but Angle doesn't let go. He sees time slipping away and grabs the other leg for a half walls of Jericho. AJ is in excruciating pain as the clock is running out. As the final seconds approach, Kendricks locks in the captain's hook. AJ taps with three seconds left. The final seconds go out. The winner of the final fall was never declared. The refs convene, and the footage is reviewed. Knoxville comes out and talks with the refs. Kurt Angle is declared the winner as he locked in the hole first. Just as the crowd starts to cheer, Donald Trump comes out shaking his head to massive boos. Trump says it's unclear who made AJ tap and asked for three minutes to be added to the clock, with Kendrick still being the current champion. Immediately, Angle hits the Angle slam on Jericho, but he goes for the pin, but Kendrick hits a shining wizard to break the pin. Angle gets up pissed off and tries to grab him, but Kendrick runs to the ropes and gets a break. He spends the final couple of minutes evading Angle and breaking up his pins on other wrestlers. In the final seconds, Kurt finally gets a hold of Kendrick, hits him with a belly-to-belly -belly suplex, pulls down the straps, and gets an ankle lock. Kendrick is in pain as time goes down, and it gets down to the final three seconds of the extension. The time is up, and Kendrick starts tapping, but that does not matter as the clock has already passed. Booze flow over as Angle has to let go, and Kendrick is being brought the bell by the ref that is favoring his leg in the ring. Kendrick uh, makes his way up to the ramp. As shit is getting thrown at him, and the crowd is chanting, fuck you, Kendrick. And that is the frame we go out on. It's Kendrick holding up the title at the end of the stage. Shit getting thrown at him. And fuck you, Kendrick chants raining through the building. Damn, it sounds like uh, CM Punk is coming up over to NSW. Mm. Um, so, speaking of Punk, I wish you left the Punk thing out. Yeah, that that didn't because yeah. it didn't really contribute anything. It didn't do anything. There's that, that, no that, fucking point to that. Uh, I will I will actually explain. There is a point to that. It is more of a long term thing, but it distracted AJ, um, so that Angle could hit an angle slam and put him in that ankle lock. That was like the final spot of the match. Um, so basically, AJ was in control. If you remember, he had hit uh, the Pele and was going for the phenomenal forearm. He was in firm control and about to become the <laughs> champion. Um, and then Punk hops the barricade. He's like, what the fuck? What's going right. on? So, so it was a distraction to AJ, and this put him in a position to lose. I'll be honest. You put – with Lee and Kendrick, I would have preferred them as a tag team in that first match against the Rude Ones versus anything to do with this fucking story. Um, I feel like the crowd – and I'm also saying fuck you – I hate scrambles. This is a clusterfuck. I didn't hate the build, but I honestly, like I said, I, I personally think that you could have done Lee and Kendrick as a tag team. I like, so, I like their, their, I like their the witty. Face. What? I said that would be all heels. Who would be the baby face? The rude ones. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the rude, the rude ones are over. 
Them as baby you, you faces. Make the would be old, weird. Take the over ones and you make them the baby faces. We'll count the ribs with them. <laughs> no, no, you're abs. Right. Are the abs. You can't, we'll count, right. Wait, I can count to 12. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, I just don't. I, 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 I like yeah, the clips. Your, your I, I like chart. the. I like the, I like the, I like the, that, you know, the thing that he said, uh, with the L and the, (laughs) because Jericho took the L that was great, but that was like the height. (laughs) That was like the height of it. And then it crashed and burned. Um, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm not going to give my rating yet. I want to hear somebody else talk. Mike is fucking fried. I love championship scrambles. They're Dub. great. They need to bring them back. I no, actually Dub. love that. I, I love that. I, I know you can't follow along, Mike. I got it. It was um, terrible. <laughs> it gives fake reins. You don't count them. No one counts them. They're not canon. What's the point? It's like, that. It's, like, it's like capture stupid. the flag. Picture it that way. It's stupid. I hate flag. it. No, it's stupid. Hey, hey, or, or it's like a two out of three falls match. If you pin the champion the first fall, you don't become. You're not. It's ex- stupid. You no, you do. They do say blah blah blah. Now the champion. It's stupid. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> That's why they stop fucking doing it. They're L. wrong. You're wrong. That's an L. Only thing I didn't like about this is why the fuck is Jericho in it? Because all he's been doing is eating L's. Uh, um, Kendrick. That's but he game. didn't really he didn't really earn his way into yeah, yeah. it. He well, Knox kind of was uh, put into it. Yeah, if you hear Knoxville's explanation though, he only reason he put any of those people that lost into it is because he not only wants to give the championship match, but he wants to solve the issues in the locker room as well. So it's basically a punishment on Kendrick for being a locker room menace is he's putting him in there with all the people he's been fucking with, as well as AJ in the title match. It's a morale change on GMO. You know, they text you like, hey, give me a, t- give me a title match. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That makes it that softens the blow. Um I actually really love that Kendrick won this match. I, I love that. Uh I think that's I'm glad you did that. Um so I'm gonna give you a four point seven five. We out of poverty, let's go. <laughs> Fuck Mike. Fuck Mike. I'm gonna give you a four. <laughs> too fucking high. I'm gonna give you a four. We friendship with Mike and Damone is my best friend now. <laughs> <laughs> Scramble matches. You, you and Mike been been uh, beefing since Saturday. I know. He, he ain't over it. He's trying to get you to that two point four. I know he wants it so bad. <laughs> two point three. I mean, sorry. <laughs> Scramble matches are great. Tell the people why, Travi. Oh, I, th- th- I like him. <laughs> I thought I was like, was this going to an ad? What was it? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I do have no, 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 no. I got, I got one more. I do have. I'm sorry. I'm gonna give you a three point seven five. And Fuck, here's why. why. Um, y'all took so long with your with your guys' things. I forgot my most important point. This is the sixth pay per view in a row for Book It Versus that features CM Punk, where CM Punk has been the main focus of the show. Why wouldn't you? Put him in the focus of the show. Uh, I, because I, because I, there's other uh, fucking talent. Hey, Travis. When you like CM Punk does, you are the main event. So, you are the hey, fucking hey, goat. What hey, I Travis, see happening now. not the main it, focus. It's not the main focus. Let me explain why. Let me explain why. John, start the pot for me. It's my turn now. Start the pot for me. <laughs> but, no, no, no. I, this is affecting us. It's affecting us. I'm getting our coins back. Uh, let me get our coins back. So CM Punk is a focus 
but he's not the focus. CM Punk's uh, gonna be he's, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a big no, part no. of the main event. So let me look. Let me look. Let me talk about this. So Kendrick won the title, right? Sure. So what what build between Punk and Kendrick was there established? Doesn't matter. Punk, that's Punk's not, not gonna that's, be in the main event. He's not feuding with Kendrick. But he was he was a big part. This oh, is, it was, it about, it I don't is. care about pay-per-view seven right now. I'm I'm vote I'm dealing this with pay per view three. This pay-per-view three, though. You know what would have been nice? You know, Claude, you know what would have been nice? He's feuding with AJ, who's not the champion anymore. He's not you you advertised CM Punk not being on this pay-per-view, and then he was on multiple times. I said he was not in a wrestling match, and he was not. Hold on. You know what would have been nice? You mentioning it uh, throughout other matches. If you would have been like, like halfway through the show or like the CM Punk's in the crowd eating fucking popcorn or so, some shit. Like, That's a fair criticism. Some mention, you just brought it up at the end. I think I you should have brought it up. No, no, no. He, no. he, 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 like, said, he, he just said in the beginning. He, he just said in the beginning that he was there. But, 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 the, beginning, but, but the beginning and the end, but not nowhere in the middle. Is the yeah, nowhere I should, in the middle. I should have brought it up in another match or something. No. But the reason I brought it up at the beginning and not related to this match is because I didn't want to spoil what match he was going to get involved in. Uh, but know this, Travis. He's not the main focus of the show. He's not going to main event. He's not in the title picture. Okay. okay. But I, I get from the viewer standpoint, he is. Fuck Travis. He had Daniel wait, Cormier wait, on wait. his show. Okay. Why, why does this, why, <laughs> what tells you that, though? He's not feuding with the champion. The champion just won the match. He was a let, let me let me explain myself. Like fatty Patty. Get him out of here. <laughs> and, I'm not, and I've not been able to respond yet to the to what you said before. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so the reason respond. it has nothing to do with who is leaving the thing as champion. It has everything to do that he came out and had a spot during the main of fucking event. To if build up that match. That's, that's not also, you opened the show with a video package that was 90% CM Punk. It was like 40%. It was mostly Donald Trump. I guarantee that during that t- that that spot at the end, it took the focus away from people in ring doing shit and yeah. cameras focused the on The only thing CM that was Punk happening was AJ ring. was building up I'm going to also – I'm going to give you a 3.85. 3.85? Yeah. I'll take. Yeah. I'll take the extra ten cents. I, 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 I get what Friendship they're saying. Friendship with Travis ended. Mike is best friend again. <laughs> I get what I get what they're saying about the punk thing because you are. He's like, not going to be the main focus. I know he's I not the main focus, that. but he is taking us. He, he, he took, is taking a moment away from the match and making it about him, even yeah. though. Like it's only a moment, but it's a very important moment, especially since it leads to AJ not winning the title. Yeah. So, like I said, I wish you just left the whole punk thing out entirely. If you you left that out, I see where it's going. But if you had left that out, I would have given you a five. Because that is building to another match that isn't the main focus. It's another huge match, and and I hope y'all are looking forward to it. But uh, that that is the main event. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do it right before the main event. They'll do it wherever the fuck we want to put it. To the end as they can. We'll put it as a fucking opener. We'll put it as a, we'll put it wherever the fuck we want. That's our business. That's right. Talk that shit, John. Put it, what I'm saying is, is that CM Punk was not the focus <laughs> of this match. He is simply building a feud for the future and screwing AJ out of the title. The focus I mean, of this match was Brian Kendrick, who is your new world heavyweight champion, a menace in the locker room. That's a dumb. And defeated four main events. That is the All focus. Right. Brian, That's what also, Brian Kendrick is 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 king of championship scrambles. All point. right, we. Yeah. We are running long. I'm just making sure y'all it's know. It's not that long, Mike. This is about average show for a book at verse. I'm looking at the actual time. Read it's the flow I'm... chart. Punk, <laughs> <laughs> go to AJ. You're making it worse. I'm about to bring you down to 3.8. 
I'm gonna, I'll balance it out already. 3.83? You gonna take two cents Going away from five? Give me my pennies. For this flow chart, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, I don't even understand this. You know what? For the flow chart, I'll give you an extra five cents. Give you a four. <laughs> <laughs> for the flow chart for you, you is best so much, I'm gonna drop you to a 3.7. Bounce yeah. <laughs> bounce about that shit. <laughs> I tried. I tried. All right. DM book. That that's gonna be booking for this week. Next week, we're actually gonna take a week off of book adverse. Uh, we're gonna do a my first time, and we're gonna mm. focus it on CM Punk, which I actually wanted to bring up this week, but we're not going to. We'll bring it up next week. We'll talk about it. Uh, before for the, for the yeah for the my first Y'all time we're gonna do three it, matches my first time in a sneak preview <laughs> we're gonna be doing from 2002 from a, a mid it's a mid south match um, I forgot the full promotion it was in a like a gym it's uh, CM Punk versus Eddie Rey Guerrero Mysterio. versus Rey Mysterio it's a 15 minute long match I'm pretty excited to see this believe that or not. So, I'm, it's going to be really hard to not watch it between now and then. Mm. I'll be real with you. I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> Too bad. Don't. Um, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to do plugs. Let's start with John. I know you don't really have anything. Except Buy one of these. Yeah. Oh, I just realized you're wearing that. Tell the audio listeners what it is. Buy a certified L Little Fudge t-shirt at T13media.com. There you go. Kenny. Um, you can check me on Bad Guy Spoken on every social media. And go to YouTube, go to Bad Guy Spoken Podcast, where we do bad things. <laughs> I was waiting on it. And, um, yeah, that's it. Okay. All right, Travis. Uh, follow me on all social media at I A M T R A V V Y T. That's at I am Travi T on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. I'm currently doing the great 100 greatest wrestlers in 100 days on TikTok. Come check me out because it's gonna piss you off. I promise. The bone. Uh, I be tweeting and TikToking, so follow me at the money Colt. Uh, D A M O N E Y C O L T like the team go Colts. I tweet about football, wrestling, politics, just randomness. Uh, also, check this out. Me and Travi T pretty much every Friday. Sometimes John will join us. We be uh, live watching SmackDown and then Rampage and just all the pay-per-views we live watch too. So make sure you check that out. Follow us on all this stuff that Mike's going to tell you about. Well, you can find me on Twitter Hi-Fi underscore Mike. Find me on TikTok. Hi-Fi Mike. There's no underscore there. You find all the shows on the T13 Media Network on our website at T13media.com. Um, buy a shirt. Little Fudge shirt. You can buy just a T13 shirt. You can buy a Hi-Fi Mike shirt. You can buy a Travi T shirt. You can buy a D-Money Bucket Boy of the Year shirt. You can buy a Bad Guy shirt. We have shirts for everybody. Even Keith, who's not here anymore. Um... He's still but here. He's, just he's, on the show. he's not on the show, but he's with the company. But it's hard to sell a shirt for a guy not on the show. Um, I still love you, Keith. I love you too, Keith. I wish you would come back. You can. I don't fuck you. T with three media.com. <laughs> that is it. That is book it. See ya. Bye.